Are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin. Caps World, Soccer World, AFTN World, the AFTN Soccer Show. My name is Steve Pander. I'm Zachary Adam Eisenheimer. And I'm Michael, oh sorry, I'm Joe (laughs) DC. Yeah, no Michael McCall, because I'm introducing the show and it's a horrible introduction. Um, No, no Michael McCall, another week without Michael, who has self-quarantined himself for like the, I think, 14 days now. Yeah. No coronavirus. He He claims. He just quarantined. He claims it's not coronavirus. Yeah. You know, you don't associate self-awareness with Michael, but that's no, good yeah, self-awareness. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Caitlin told me he is sucking on a lot of lemons, though, so I'm yeah. a little worried. There you go. Or sorry, uh, a lot of limes. Limes. Like I said before, you're listening to the There's Still Time, the EFT and Soccer Show, broadcasting live from the CITR FM studios at the University of British Columbia on the unceded Muscoom Territory. And something to talk about, something visual we could talk about. We're not being... Uh, film this week, but <laughs> yeah. something visual we can talk about, uh, about the Whitecaps. They actually played a game today. Yeah, first time in four months we've been able to watch watch them play. Is that, the, that Someone said that date on Twitter today. Mark DeSantos knows how long it's been. Yeah. it's Is it crazy how long the like the the gap between the preseason it, it was well, it's bigger even for the people that won a title yeah the, the people so, played yeah, it yeah there's two two things one is the whole league pushed their schedule back a month which I'm a fan of like the, yeah. the playoffs seemed a bit more natural yeah. this year and then vancouver was not involved in those playoffs no. so they were out, out <laughs> another month before that you're so. saying averaging a point a game means they couldn't play in the postseason even though more than half the teams in a conference can qualify for the uh playoffs yeah i'm saying a point a game is not good enough <laughs> yeah i think we can agree on that yeah second bottom was at the no they were bottom of the West. bottom of the conference oh, second yeah. bottom in the in the league, league table. yeah yeah thank you i think it's cincinnati yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Um, Cincinnati had a criminal year, but we'll get to more about Cincinnati <laughs> later in the yeah. show. Yeah. Um, Boston knows how to pick them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first off, thoughts on it. Only, first of all, thoughts on it only being available in parts of BC and in the timber broadcast territory. That's it was cryptic, like parts of BC. Like yeah, I know, like which parts. I had to tweet at the account to ask. Like I live in I live in Richmond. Can yeah. I can I watch the game? <laughs> and they were like, yeah. And then I think. Uh, Someone else tweeted, I think it was Caleb Wilkins, that he was like, can we watch it in Victoria? And they also, like, they sent back a thumbs up. Yeah. So, like, quite I got it. I got it. I'm attitude. assuming it's maybe yeah. northern BC or something like that. Yeah. Do we the know The signal why? wasn't strong enough? So, there was, uh, Farhan tweeted something out that, like, they were, it was a it was a MLS directive or something and something to do with the rights, but it's a preseason game. Like, I know. It was a, I don't it was think TSN was planning on showing it at all. It was a YouTube stream before, right? Like, maybe it's like a 
practice thing for when the actual games come I, around? I, it could I it could be like before. I know uh, the, they had commentary. Like Peter Shad went down last time, I think, or the first time. It was or in did Portland. he though? Or was he? No, sitting, no, he was definitely no, he there. Was actually there. I saw him there. Yeah. Him and David Norman, they went. They were down there for the I think the whole week. In yeah. Fact, that. But now. But I, don't, I think maybe that's the reason why. That well, they, the, the they commentary was enjoyable for the only, for, just for the reason that those two commentators were just so pro Portland. It was. Oh, I don't know if anyone else has listened well, to the. Commentary. I had no commentary. No, I shut that off. No, yeah. well, no, it's obvious they do that but all the time. They, if you look, listen to their yeah, highlights in previous years well, too. I I tuned into like the pregame thing because I was so desperate for any amount of uh, soccer. I don't think the name Vancouver Whitecaps came up once in the fifteen minute pregame. Um, and the well, like twenty five minutes long anthems that were sung. Like, it was a Portland broadcast, though. You got to expect that. I, I don't know how much the uh, Vancouver yeah. media talks about other teams, or well, they probably do too much, actually. Well, if you listen to the AFTN preview show, yeah. we talk plenty <laughs> about other teams. But okay, so fir- first game of the tournament, uh, it's now in the books. Uh, it's a narrow two one loss uh, for the Caps. I thought they were pretty competitive. Um, yeah. I, I think they were. They were. F- Way better than last year, where they didn't look like they belonged on the pitch in a lot of games. This one, they did look like they belonged at least. There was a light, little bit of leg in the attack. Sure, the stuff in the midfield wasn't that great. Defending wasn't um, kind of you know like I think you said pregame, uh, pre-show. Right now, it was the scrambly part of the yeah. Like was, uh, um, last year, a big problem that like the team had is when they were you know pinned in the box with you know ten players, and they had to work with each other other to make sure that the spaces were covered and they didn't allow gaps or shots and things like that like um that kind of scrambly type of defense again it didn't look great but we have to throw in the caveat that not all the potential starters were playing too it looked close to a finished team i think the two center back positions need to come under quite a bit of scrutiny because i don't think cornelius and kamiri will be the starting pair maybe Cornelius, personally, I thought Camiri was the worst white cap on the field. Yeah, neither of them covered themselves in glory today. But the, yeah. his hairstyle was a little bit better, wasn't it? So if if, if it was last season, a little bit better. If it was last season's it was uh, Hawaii preseason, then it would have been right on point. Yeah, but it it uh, I don't think it fits the Portland vibe very well. Or maybe it fits San Diego. That's why he did it. Uh, yeah. But um, the I agree with you there. I, I thought Camiri was like, I, I even on the first goal, the Cornelius goal. Kamiri was the one I felt, and I didn't get to see enough highlights, uh, but it felt like Kamiri was the one that was kind of not together with the back line, and uh, Cornelius had to go way outside his uh, yeah. comfort zone to get into that spot. Yeah, Cornelius had to make a desperation play. Um, I still don't think it was that much of a foul. It, it was a good ball. I, I think, think he I went think down way was, too easy. I think it was a foul, personally. Like he. Oh, for the penalty? Sh- yeah, shoulder yeah, in the back. I think he went down too easy, though. He went down easy. He was off balance. Wait, if who, it was Reina, who, who Reina, Reina, Reina wouldn't have got that Blanco, call. Was Blanco, I think? It, no, it was um, a striker. No, it wasn't Valeri. Blanco said oh, the so ball that in. their new striker, the one yeah. that's on loan from Mexico. The oh, Pumas, right. I can't remember. But uh, I, I feel like if it Reina, got, uh, Reina wouldn't have got that call. Yeah, yeah, but that's because... The referees know about Reina. Because so they, they know him. Yeah, exactly. Um... So then Valeri scored the penalty. What's uh? This is not really football. What's up with Valeri's hair? Is he oh, the yeah, man bun? Because before, he's like using a, the man bun to hide mm-hmm. his baldness. Oh, in the new CBA, actually, every team has to have one. One player? Bun. Yeah. Oh, the man bun yeah. rule? Yeah. And it can't be the it's union reps. It's like a re- weird prank that the union that, reps played on the players who weren't in the union negotiations. Is that because like David Beckham has a team in the league now? Uh, is that like so a throwback? Yeah, but we can't talk about that because uh, there's a lawsuit <laughs> going on. <laughs> we'll talk about that later, too. Um, no, but seriously, he, he had a man bun, right? He did. Like, and, but before, you've seen him, he looks bald in the middle, like a little... Yeah. 
Maybe he got he's plugs covering it up. Maybe he's he got throwing like, it out, covering up. Maybe he got plugs or something. Maybe. What is he, yeah. Rain, Wayne Rooney? Impossible. <laughs> I will not tolerate <laughs> Wayne Rooney talk like that. <laughs> okay. Well, he got plugs. He did. He, he did. got probably the most expensive plugs in the entire world. Probably because there was a lot of uh, area to fill. <laughs> <laughs> he got like he, you know Wayne Rooney's head. I think it was like you know how they have the pitches now where it's part synthetic, yeah. part grass. <laughs> yeah. That's what I feel like Wayne new, Rooney new had. New German done. technology. <laughs> yeah. <for laughs> <laughs> <laughs> so do, do you feel like the starting eleven was a solid choice beyond Godoy uh, being in for like or Kamir being in for Godoy? Do you think that was what you're looking at starting eleven wise, or do you think there's some other just? I think. There was, I think, a midfield, like uh, Awusu. I think yeah. he will start. Instead of Tybert, I think. And I think, I'm not sure about Mal- Malinkovic being the starter. That's, that, that I'm not sure about too, but I don't see any other. Really but he played better than, uh, I know he's not as but I thought because on a big a ticket, but he played better than the. the Dehomi? Yeah. Dehomi. I thought Dehomi brought a bit of defensive cover. Like yeah, but I, defensive I don't cover. think, I, uh, they were going down the left side a lot more than the right side, so it felt like. Nerwinski looked fantastic, which is, I, I did like a quick racing while it was still fresh in my head of which player looked the best. Mm-hmm. I thought Nerwinski was the Whitecaps man of the match. Really? Like no, he, he played the all the game in 90 minutes. Well, was, at, was and towards the end, yeah. they were sending like these, like, um, through balls to him that he yeah. just had no energy yeah. to catch. It was pretty funny to watch. But yeah, you were tweeting about that, right? Yeah, yeah it was yeah. hilarious. Like, it, like pranking him or something? Pretty much, yeah. 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 It, looked like, it looked like he was the <laughs> he pulled the short straw or something. But he looks really good, so I think um, that's why Dahomey probably didn't have as much to do because Nerwinski was making these great overlapping runs. Yeah. There was a problem when they would lose the ball that Nerwinski was way out of space and then they had a straight shot at Kamiri, which wasn't great. But, no. you know, that's not the finished article. Dahomey had one really good cross into the box. I, I don't remember. I think it was early in the game, but it was a salt, very like nice. Is that the Cavallini chance? Pa- that he no, missed? no, no. That was from no. the, that was that from was Adnan, Adnan too. Yeah. The, the early one he missed. But there was one there. It didn't. Get close to anybody? I think maybe Tybert was the one that headed it. It was heading for Cavallini, but Tybert headed. I can't. Remember I, I was now. reading some people's comments of the game. They they felt like the right side, yeah, was the, were not good at all. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. I thought Nowinski defensively looked like very strong. He looks in very good. I think they were referring condition. to going forward. I think they were. I think they were. There's yeah. more chances on the left side. And that's where people always like look at. Oh, this maybe, is so much better. Maybe my bar is low for like a player that we've drafted and have had to develop <laughs> ourselves. But for what? Like for what he's. Hitting the cap for and all that kind of a thing. So in terms of in terms of Godoy replacing Kamiri in the back line, do you think like is Kamiri just not match fit enough? I don't. Yet? Think, I don't think or he's got good chemistry right now with Cornelius. I don't think those two are two similar players. They might not ever have good like together. There might be that you know Kamiri might be better with Godoy, and yeah. so is Cornelius better with Godoy. He, he hasn't mm. played in a long time, but he was poor on the ball. Poor off, off the, the ball, ball yeah. and also if it was a regular season game, would have got sent off for oh, a tackle yeah. that he got yeah. a yeah. yellow card on. You could see the referee was like, yeah, because there was no running. VAR in this game, right? No, there was. I think there was. There was? there was. They said there was VAR available. See, I had the volume. Okay, I did. Yeah. They're in preseason. I think there was, but too. because I was going to say, like, if if there's anyone who needs a preseason, it's VAR. It's VAR. No, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say Kamiri. I, I oh, yeah. have agreed with that too. So other positives. Uh, I, uh, Wong, uh, I think he, he looked be decent in the midfield, especially really good, considering yeah. he didn't have very much uh, support. So I, I, I saw something, some people on Twitter say that he is kind of wasted in the number six role. I think it was Russell Beresford who said yeah. that. I kind of disagree personally. Like, he's nice and tidy. He's not, like, um, soft on the ball. Like, he's not the ideal number six, like, in, in the league. But he, he has such good vision, and the, the amount of times that he was able to play in either of the fullbacks because he can see more of the pitch. Yeah. was great. And the Whitecaps have a good 10 or an 8 or whatever you want to call it already in Reina. Um, and then the, you just need the person beside uh, Ingbaum to, you know, do the running. Connections Please connection. never refer to Reina again as an 8. 
Yeah, he's a ten. <laughs> he should be a, or a, yeah, nine or a but ten. But I, I, I personally think I, I don't like the number system, but that's a separate yeah. like rant he, I'll go on. But yeah, anyway. he he has ten tendencies. But uh, but he looks so good with you know those driving runs. Remember that goal he scored last season where he ran through yeah. the entire team and yeah. got the penalty. Yeah. Like he was doing a lot more. Is this of out that. of the stadium or in FIFA for you? Uh, in the, in oh, the actual okay. stadium, right. it was, wasn't Football Manager. <laughs> <laughs> no. There yeah, was no, one, yeah, he, there yeah, was one play where yeah. he actually dove really well. Like it was actually like a sideways dive where he just like stopped and like dove with, like flat <laughs> on his back. Yeah, we expect side. that. From <laughs> um, so uh, also, the, let's talk about the goal. That was Beautiful. nice, nice yeah. setup and work yeah. and everything up and down the pitch. And then Adnan got it in. Cavalini yeah. sold out basically and got his head to the ball. So Milinkovic wouldn't seem like he didn't want to take anybody on one on one for whatever reason. And the one time he did, when he poked the ball through and got the nutmeg, he was able to kind of directly contribute to the goal great finish but I think what's more uh, important was how bad the miss was that Cavallini had I think it was 10 minutes before yeah. that really should have been a tap in it's preseason we're not going to you know turn the screw so to speak but it was a great finish diving header he looked a little bit surprised that it went in himself actually because he turned around when, yeah. when he was back on the floor and um, was like oh that went in that's great <laughs> yeah. yeah no it was it was I think the best play in the whole match like the best yeah. Like for both teams, it felt like the best like build up and yeah, yeah. both Timbers goals were yeah were shoddy. Well, yeah. a penalty. But, well, the, the and also the second one was it a cross or was it was it a, like a YP Lee special or, <laughs> or was it a, was it a goal? That was a free kick, so a little bit different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah a little bit. Um, I I'm firmly in the camp that it was a shot or oh, a, was sorry a cross yeah a cross that, yeah. Uh, a cross come shot yeah that screwed screwed badly over over um Crepo nice. sorry yeah. yeah. Yeah, you, f- you felt bad for him on that. Uh, and it was like 16 seconds into the half or something. Yes. So, I don't know. Rusty. Still, well, not Russell Tybert, but uh, <laughs> but Rusty. <laughs> yeah, I felt a little bit fortunate, but uh, he celebrated like he meant it. Oh, yeah. Of course he would. <laughs> I would. Wouldn't you? <laughs> okay, of course. You I have. have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, what do you guys want to see from the next two uh, games? Do you want to see a settled in lineup or... You still want to see experiment. I think Wednesday is going. To, you're going to see a lot of that second group of players that came on mm-hmm. uh, during the match. I think Nowitzki deserves a rest. Probably get <laughs> yeah. Cornelius on the bench and maybe have Rose and Kamiri start. Uh, so, so I know it's preseason. Maybe this is not a fair perspective, but like I, I and I know they didn't like roll over and die. But if like did did you guys feel any like I didn't feel at any point like oh they're going to equalize the, in this like and not that yeah. they didn't have any possession in mm-hmm. the in the in, in Portland's half or you know the final third but like it, I think part of what I think this white white caps team misses is like this like incredible like will to win like this yeah. you know like. No, no matter what has happened to us, we're going to overcome. Mm-hmm. And I know, again, it was preseason, so maybe this is unfair. But after the goal went in, I was just like, okay, this is going to end 2-1 yeah. or 3-1 or 4-1. Like, this this is not going to be 2-2 or 3-2 Vancouver. I felt like when the uh, like the first group, so to speak, were still on the field, yeah. like before the 70, 75th. 75th, yeah. yeah. Um, if anything was going to happen, that's when it was going to happen. Yeah. I thought those the players looked dangerous. But even that twenty minutes, it, I I didn't feel like. Toward, you mean the last twenty minutes? No, the twenty minutes oh, from there, the goal yeah. to to that point. I, I Nineteen thought, minutes, whatever. I, I thought like I thought the Whitecaps looked more dangerous than the Timbers did. They did for spells, yeah. yeah. I'll give you that. And once the second group came on, it was just flat. It was yeah. dead. I thought Theobert didn't look great in the white role. Like he didn't seem to know where to cover properly. Montero. 
Had he was like, there. He he was. He was believe there. it or not, yeah, he was there. He does not look, look like a number ten at all. He's just because he's not. He's, Unfortunately, not, not it's even the only like place a, he fits in. Now, not even right, a facsimile of a number ten. Not even like a. Not yeah. even like close to. But you need a bit of. Been. You need a change of pace, right? You need a little bit of a burst of speed. He has. Yeah. I think he has the technical attributes. Oh, but yeah. Like he's he's a forward who likes to play with his back to goal. You can use those skills in the number ten role. It's just the other stuff, right? Like the. Um, the quick running to get into open spaces that are only there for like a split second. Yeah. Like I don't think that's quite his 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 uh, thing to do, right? But if quite he finds cup, the ball, it's not his cup of coffee right now. No, yeah. <laughs> it's not his cup of Col- Colombia coffee. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, so obviously that's the game that we the, uh, we got. I think Wednesday and Saturday are the so, next yeah. two games. So I guess when uh, I guess with the next two games, yeah, you mm. you want to see. You want to see other players who got less than the seventy-five minutes get more time. Yeah, yeah. But I, 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 again, maybe it's unfair, but I think you want to see a little more like this is a game and we want to win, even though it is preseason. Like a little bit more determination, yeah. or I think they had it. I think they were like it's almost like they're kind of figuring out where they're supposed to be. There was a lot of communication on the pitch. Yeah, the, when pre- they were, the pressing was yeah. quite good. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, fair. And one thing, maybe I'm like overanalyzing this, but. The pressing gradually increased throughout the game, yeah. which from a strategical point of view, I think is a very smart thing. If you start the game and you press right from the beginning, um, the team are going to adapt to that, right? Yeah. But if you slowly, like, slowly, um, you know, crank it up or have, a, like, a trigger point um, to, like, yeah. get, the cre- it, get the press going, that's going to catch the team off guard, which is what pressing is all about. Yeah, right? it's like the old adage where, like, if you put, if you try and put a frog into a, a pot of boiling water, he'll jump out. But if you put him in yeah. water and slowly, yeah, yeah, slowly yeah. raise the temperature, Absolutely. then you got him. Another interesting thing was um, the wingers switched sides at the 40th minute, which you don't usually see. Right. It's usually at the half hour. Which, that was Carl Robinson's classic thing. Yeah. After 30 minutes, make the wingers switch if something isn't working. Which is what your guys' old friend there, Sir Alex, used to do all the time. I don't yeah, mind it. It like, worked then. I wouldn't mind it like... I don't even know why you have to wait 30 minutes. Get it to 10 15 and then switch it back out to the half hour mark and then go back and forth. Who did you yeah. have? He used to do with gigs and who was the other winger at the time? Uh, that one would kind of rotate a bit oh. more. In the 90s, it would be like Beckham. And oh, then, Golden Balls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it would be like Nanny and Ronaldo and Rooney and Tevez would play up. And, right. So, l- sorry, which podcast is <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, a little bit of. Uh, so, those are the games. Wednesday, I don't know who they're playing. I can't remember the schedule. Right New now. England. New England. And then yeah. th- uh, Saturday, they're playing Minnesota. Minnesota. And so a couple of bit of news, uh, news points off the field really quickly. Um, there there was rumored uh, a, a couple of Koreans were uh, in, like interested in coming into oh, MLS. Yeah. Now one is probably not going to happen, and that's the one from Celtic, uh, Ki Song Young. Um, I think he's from Celtic uh, coming off, and his wage demands are really high. He's probably would take up a DP slot, so it's probably he not going to happen. He just left Newcastle. Oh, was this, it Newcastle? This, I thought it was Celtic. I don't know. This, I don't he, uh, yeah, he uh, he would be unbelievable he's like such a tidy midfielder yeah um just has fallen out of favor in um newcastle because they have enough midfield options now uh, do you think he'll be sold or do you think oh well he it, can't he, his contract was terminated on the oh he 31st. was terminated oh i didn't know that mutual termination oh, okay so he's training so in he's south basically korea a free now. agent to go yeah, yeah. Well, he's training with celtic in south korea oh in south korea independently oh. now yeah. there was another player a, a lesser known player but still a national team player who's got a couple of cows dong young lee he is uh He's basically just recently got a, a, a call up to the national team back in the fall. He's played for Uslan Hyundai, um, and they're the top division. He doesn't get very minutes with the team, but the the national team coach actually brought him in because he thinks he's just that talented. He plays a number ten uh, role, and he can also play the wing. 
very tidy on the ball and very it's a good distributor. So that's kind of what the ca- Caps are maybe looking for. So they could have Dong Young Lee and in Bum. Hong in Bum. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, a couple other ones. Uh, they did sign. They did make a signing. Oh, easy there. Sorry. <laughs> uh, they did make a signing. Um, uh, they signed another homegrown product, uh, Damiano Pasil. Um, he can play a swing or as a striker, but his natural position is number 10. We had him, I believe, in 2018. He was number three on our, our U17 ones to watch. Um, he's an above, above average distributor who moves the ball quickly in the midfield. So it's something that a good number 10 would do. Uh, like on a scale of one to 10, Steve, like mm-hmm. how surprised are you at this? I'm a little bit surprised. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it, but the quick question, and I, you know, I think he's, he is talented, but, and that's the thing. Um, there's another player we're going to be talking about later, Chance Carter, uh, or I don't know if, he, if he's not still on the list we were going to talk about, it. but he signed with Edmonton in 2018. When we talked to people that know the Whitecaps Academy, they had Chance Carter rated above this guy. Oh. So uh, he was number one, Chance Carter. Then it was the goalkeeper that went to Leicester City. And then it was um, uh, Demiano. So that was a list. Now they play different positions because Chance Carter's a box-to-box and this guy's a number 10, you know, it's attacking yeah. player. Now the big question for me is, and again, I haven't seen Demiano play in a long time, but he plays kind of a similar position to Simon Colin. Right. Oh, yeah. So, so does this Michael say something? Does, does this say? Uh, does this you know spell the end of the Whitecaps? Well, That's why they signed well, him. What's the official status? There's no official status. So I think I think maybe they're expecting him that he is going to sign. So they knew there was a homegrown spot opening up, and that's why they signed this kid um, because they like what they see from him. Maybe he fits the whole attacking, pressing kind of uh, type of player that they're looking for. And Simon didn't fit that. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But it's inter- it'll be interesting to see. So do you see this guy getting any time this year at all? No. No. Right. Uh, unless they're out of the playoffs or something. <laughs> they're, they're, they're basically got time to kill or whatever. When's or, the last time we had like a good old injury crisis though? Isn't that something to look oh, forward that, to? Oh, they always have that. But they have. But they have, it's never resulted they, in young they, players. They, they, yeah. They've have more depth this year than other years, though, for sure. It feels Wait. like they have more young players yeah. signed than ever before. It's true. That's mm-hmm. a good point. Last bit of news here. Um, I know uh, Zach might have something stuff to talk about. This they called. They're officially calling that uh, general admission area, uh, uh, GA area, the Village Stand. Yeah, did we talk about this last week? Well, no, we didn't. We talked about it in the parking lot. When oh, we were in the parking away. lot. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, well, it's a little bit awkward. Like when you you're trying to you want to work with your supporters, right? And they're the ones who've been asking for this GA section for a long time, and then the supporters uh, who who've been working at this for a long time uh, publicly put out th- what they're calling the section, and then you decide to put out something that mm. one this is not a correct description of what it is. It's kind of like it's kind of like when you sign a guy who named the tank and you bring out an armored personnel carrier because <laughs> it's not it's not a stand. It's, it's like right. It's not yeah, like it's yeah. not it's a yeah. It's not a true stand. Maybe and they're talking about because people are standing. Curva. Right. Well, <laughs> maybe they're talking because of people are standing. That's why. Right. So and, I'm, and, I'm not in the loop about this. So what did what did the supporters so want to the, call it? So the South Side and Curva Collective are calling it the West End. Okay, it's, that makes sense. It's physically yeah. West End, which I get. There's a little bit of awkwardness, maybe a little bit with the east, or sorry, with the multiple directions being involved. Yeah, yeah. but um, and you can debate how south and mm. how west and how whatever that part of the stadium is, yeah. what you want. But the stadium themselves call it the West. Mm-hmm. The West. Anyways, but the, and the village thing. So the 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 Whitecaps front office is just like we're gonna call this what we want because it fits with our marketing. Yeah, which is like, what if they call the village stands? 
So instead of being like stand, it would be stand. So like the village stands. Like oh, that would make verb, more that verb. Would, yeah, verb that would make more logical sense, yeah. Steve. Yeah, we, but it just it just kind of awkward. It just kind of awkward when you like. I don't know. I don't. I'm not a part of those those meetings and those discussions anymore. But talking to the people who are like this is just something they kind of did on their yeah. own. Um, it, yeah. Is it is it a sore point? Like I know. Uh, really I, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm like I said. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not as involved as I once was. So well, you're crying uncontrollably. Is why I'm asking because yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, like uh, I I think you know people like you know Peter from the South Side and mm-hmm. you know Will who was here last week. I don't think they're. I I just think they're just like it's it's a bit annoying. Yeah. It's like, not it, a good it, faith move. No, no. Because like yeah. I mean, here's a. Here's like one of the reasons I'm not involved with with dealing with the front office anymore. It gets tiring yeah. going to like meetings where they people like lie to your face and then come back to the next meeting and say, "Oh, oh yeah, we're sorry about that, but let's start over again." And then mm-hmm. they just do that like you know once every two, three, or four meetings like that keeps on happening, right? Yeah. So it's just like it, and, and, oh, and and their people tell you like you guys aren't good enough, or they they say, mm-hmm. "Hey, that thing you do, yeah, we do, that's not that's not that's not good enough for us to like yeah. get behind." It would be interesting. It's to like analyze. it's like it's like okay, like it, it yeah. just gets tiring after a while. It would be interesting to analyze like the motivations for people, like because you know oh, we, we yeah. all feel pressure from different places, and it's hard to sympathize with another person's pressure, right? Yeah, yeah. Like a fan a fan group representative is feeling pressure from the people that they represent, mm-hmm. right? And then someone at the Whitecaps is feeling pressure from, I don't know who, right? It's, well, uh, it used to be Rachel Lewis. I, yeah, I don't know who yeah. it is now, but yeah. Um, yeah. I'm excited for the section itself. I've, oh, yeah, I totally. My, I have my tickets for the first game, bringing some friends along. Nice. I'm really excited. And uh, Irish people? Uh, two of them are Irish. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, the All the one. Irish people who have ever come have only, only helped things move forward. <laughs> I, thought <laughs> really? they, I thought you guys lost that game and you brought some people over. I did. Yeah, yeah that I, was a, that yeah. was horrendous loss too. The uh, yeah. last time you brought people, and those people were used, oh yeah, that's right. Those people were used to watching Irish Premier League football, and they which, thought which it was is of terrible. the highest order in Ireland. Yeah, no, <laughs> let's not get into that. <laughs> Separate podcast. <laughs> so on that, anyways, anyways, we'll, we'll see what comes of it. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, hope, hopefully that things in terms of the actual support is good. So this is I have some genuine questions because I'm actually oh, curious yeah. about the march to the match. Um, is that going to be moved earlier or is it going to be still on the same time? And then like the GA section is going to f- presumably start filling up an hour. Yeah. Won't that yeah. affect the people that are in the march? Because they won't get Anything good around seats. the game day experience yeah. changing? Like I know they've changed – they have a new pub. Yeah. So, so, so the yeah. yeah. So the march will be a little bit more traditional. Like it will be start on Granville and come down Robson yeah. is my understanding. Again, I don't sit in these conversations yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. It, the timing, I haven't heard about the yeah. timing. It will be interesting to know. Okay. Uh, yeah. In terms of like I, – I, one of the one of the one of the complaints or one of the fears in the past has always been like, oh, there can't be a GA section because then we'll have to wait in a line like in Portland, mm. right? And people would ignore like, well, look at Seattle. No one stands in a line in Seattle to get yeah. into the GA. They just all marching together and they go sit down. There's right? a line already because of the pat downs. So. Right, right. So I think there'll be some. I think it'll be somewhere in between the two. But yeah. I do not. I do not see like there being this huge line to get no, in like. No the front of that section like i think the people in that section just want to get in there and support yeah. the the uh, the uh, the timing of the march yeah uh, mm. we'll see how uh, we'll see what they decide to do with yeah. that but the, i mean the the only positive or sorry the primary positive thing in my in my perspective is if having a GA section does make people get into the ground earlier oh, yeah. hopefully it means it, hopefully there's some kind of support element to that like there's been back in the day we used to support during training or during the warm up like yeah. there, yeah. even if there was 20 of us we would support i know this th- that this section is further away than where from where the warm up is happening but if there's more people maybe that that's okay um and then if you're the stadium or the or the white caps themselves 
the more people you have in the ground earlier, the more potential you have to sell them things inside the ground, like beverages and food and yeah, merchandise sense. and all that kind of stuff. So you want them in there. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see how things go. But I, yeah, I too hope that it goes well. Yeah, if you're if you're going to be there, Joe, yeah, then it's going to be it's going to be great. Yeah, I just have to make sure I don't get kicked out before like half time this time. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, um, it's a, it's a major moment in in like the supporting of this club right like it's a significant change that i know you personally have lobbied for for quite some time and like it's exciting like it's there's genuine momentum behind this even like i'm not a part of any of the supporters group like by choice like i like to you you're not from patty vanguards no i'm not <laughs> no i'm part of i'm actually a willie's uh, corner uh diehard that's my uh anyway i'm just kidding <laughs> um but no it's a genuine like it's an exciting moment like it's you know, the the club see the potential that's why they have this latest advertising push behind it um like even people i know who are kind of half in half out of supporting the club know about it and they want to like i think there's limited tickets available now for that section so it uh it it should be interesting to see Uh, clearly the marketing worked well no but that's the thing is (laughs) part of their doing this is because all the other things that happened were so bad it's kind of like they have nothing else yeah. Like, is there an element of a clean slate with this though that we should Yeah, but that's what that's to them. There's a clean slate every yeah, time they yeah. screw up. No, agreed, agreed. Every time they make a bad decision, it's like, hey, clean slate, let's start over again. Uh, Tabula rasa, yeah, yeah. here we go. Yeah, yeah. And now. Yeah. You know, like that's how it is. And with that uh exciting times you're right <laughs> for the event. And what could be more exciting than after this break when we preview the MLS Western Conference? Mm. Back after this. Hi, I'm Mark Dos Santos and you're listening to the AFTN Soccer Show. Back to the AFTN Soccer Show, broadcasting live from the CITR FM studios at the University of British Columbia on the unceded Musqueam Territory. That song was Feel It All Around by a band called Washed Out. And it was it's actually the theme song for the show Portlandia. Oh. That's why I played that there. Nice. Um, because that, uh, Whitecaps are still going to be in Portland for the next week or so until I think the first game's on the 29th at BC Place against Sporting Kansas City. So, uh, Get your tickets for the Village Stand. Great advertisement for that in the previous <laughs> section if you missed it. Yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, let's we're going to start uh, previewing the Western Conference as well. But first of all, uh, Joe, you haven't been with us f- uh, uh, all, all this offseason. Yeah. What are your thoughts about the, uh, the Whitecaps uh, roster maneuvering and all that stuff? Do you like what is going on? I personally, I did a side-by-side comparison mm-hmm. with all the uh, subtractions and additions. I think they're on paper. They look way better than b- last year. Yeah, I, 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 I don't agree. see a spot where they actually uh, went down in any spots. No, they they got rid of some. Got rid of kind of a harsh way of putting it. Oh, they it, got rid of some dead it, weight. Yeah, basically. they did absolutely. Um, yeah, I I think I can't think of a move that I looked at and said that one doesn't make sense. You know, yeah, like bringing in Cavallini was an absolute need. Like we can we can't depend on Montero and 
um, Theo Bear like we did towards the stretch. Or oh, Ricketts or anybody, yeah, anybody yeah. that's all, that's supposed um, to be a striker right now. Yeah, and uh, like the the midfield additions, uh, the defensive additions, like they they all they all looked really good. I think there's some smaller moves that I was a fan of, like um, like getting or like releasing McMath and things mm-hmm. like that. Like just smart roster moves that made a lot of sense. Um, they're they're looking good. Like, are they miles better than they were? At, like the start of last season, I I don't think so. Um, the changes are very much going to have to happen on the pitch, right? Like yeah. in terms of how the team play, rather than the personnel. Because but you still have to have some talent in order to play that yeah, pers- yeah. personnel or but the like, right talent. Is Arise a bad player? No, he no. was a bad fit. Is Bangura a bad player? No, he was a bad fit. Is uh, Venuso a bad player? No, he was just a bad fit. Right? I, I, Bangura kind of wasn't a bad player or even a bad fit. He just didn't try too much. All yeah, the but time. The, was, the, the coach was, was Ardeas in your list there? You know, I'm. I was RDS. happy. I was happy. I didn't have to remember him until you brought <laughs> brought him up. Uh, the highlight of his career in the Whitecaps was that really cool video that they made when he arrived of him landing at the airport and, <laughs> and the he, shoes and, and the shoes and, and the watches and, and all that. Too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll re- I'll remember that fondly. His uh, finishing, not so much. Okay, so let's get to the Western Conference then. Uh, obviously, a lot of chatter that the West will be stronger conference, uh, the stronger conference out of the two. Is that how you see it, or do you think there still is? Uh, obviously, we're going to talk about the East probably next week, uh, but the the West, do you see a, a massive improvement in the West, or is it just like same old teams at the top and same old teams at the bottom? I think the the way it's going, the, the standings are going to fall, like there's definitely grouping you can, you can tiers. assign. Yeah, yeah tiers. tiers. So yeah. like LAFC at the top, like, yeah, they, the brand of football that they play and the personnel that they have and have added, like yeah. Bradley Wright Phillips, like... That's going to be a good addition, even if he's playing a secondary role. Right? But then you got Diamande, who has broken his foot and is not going to be ready for oh, the I next. Didn't know that. Yeah, no, yeah. He, yeah, he recently broke his foot but like, for LAFC. Yeah, LAFC. But, so he, he but Bradley, Bradley, like a Bradley Phillips. Bradley, but, Bradley Phillips but, is the starter essentially at this point. For but the Bradley, Bradley, Bradley Wright Phillips, um, the type of goal he scored in New York, yeah. right? Like it was a more robust goal. The, yeah. the type of play he's going to have to play in he's LA just gonna finish is gonna finish yes. right it's perfect for a player of and, his caliber and they still can play Vela up top if they want to they can they can play they can play uh, like a 4-4-1-1 or yeah. something like can, that can Rossi not play up top like in the I middle think, yeah. I don't know if he's I think Vela's probably more of a player that can play up top more than Rossi because they do have a lot of they brought on a lot of strong yeah. midfielders and a lot of strong uh, wingers I think Rodriguez is the guy's name that's behind mm-hmm. Vela the one place that they look weak is their back line right now, they did like, like they really revamped the fullbacks. Mm-hmm. Betashore still there as a free agent. Um, yeah, and then, well, what's and his, then they, what's, is he stay? I, no, he's Betashore's not with anybody right now. Yeah, okay, uh, that's what I meant. Sorry. And then, and then Zimmerman just got traded. There's yeah. a lone stalwart center back, and I don't know what they're going to do without like at this point. Dan, Dan Yakovic is going to be the starter. They need to make some moves, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, but, Zimmerman was such a big miss. He's such a he was a great yeah, player. Yakovic cannot start. Like he he can be a squad player. He yeah. cannot start. Like maybe, I, I would, I really appreciate him, but he's not. He's so off the pace. Maybe Bob Bradley has some kind of innovative tactic that we haven't considered yet. A one five four or whatever. <laughs> and, and so you're talking about the the tiers again. The other team I think you had in the to- top tier, and I have them too. Is Seattle, the defending champions. Michael's the defending champions. Seattle Sounders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, um, the the image of MLS consistency, like just to just even to make the playoffs, they finished I think uh, first or second last year, second in the conference last year. 
yeah, like, is there any doubt that they're going to make the playoffs again? Oh no, they should. Well, they're the people. They might not have a good start or a good middle or doesn't whatever. It doesn't make a difference. <laughs> yeah. They will have to be in there. Yeah. They're they're a team that unloaded a lot of players. Yes, um, including their MLS um, uh, Cup MVP Victor mm-hmm. Rodriguez. Yeah. But they still look like a very good team. Yeah. The guy they brought uh, just to play next to uh, Ladero it, it sounds like a very. I've never seen him play, but yeah, sounds like a very good player. They and they also the only one the one question I have is their center back chemistry because they brought in basically two new players one's uh, a DP uh, and then they brought in a, another Colombian or something like that I can't remember names right now but that they they let go of Kim Hee yeah they, they let go which, of Torres which surprised me Torres I can I can see why well was, I wouldn't bring him back because they, they they know he's, he's you know but Kim performance Kee-hee, enhancing drugs and Kim everything Kim Hee was yes that's actually I so forgot they, about the suspension yeah. um but Kim Hee is a, such a tidy player Every, yeah I, I maybe I I don't watch a ton of Seattle games but. Ne- Thank you for saying that, Joe. Yeah. Well, he's the reason I, we didn't get a result. Are my allegiances in question on, no, on this podcast? He's the, one, he's the reason we didn't get a result against Seattle last year, especially the, the one at home, because he blocked that shot at the last second. Um, yeah. The, the thing is the depth. The yeah. depth. They don't have depth, and they've got to play the Champions League, too. Much like the name of the podcast, there's still time. Yeah, right? there's still like, time. We can. In, I think in a week from now, it would be a fair point to kind of judge a lot of these things, because even if they make a signing you know, five days before the start of the season. How often do you see a player be signed at that point and then start the first so, few games? Right? So Joe's saying this section is done. We'll talk about it next week. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of, like, um, signings that should cause lots of alarm for Whitecaps fans from teams, like, yes. around them in the standings, but yeah. we'll get to that, I'm sure. Well, your second tier, we talked about this earlier. Uh, you have a two te- teams in your second tier, I believe? Or I, I actually, I, so I broke I it have down two. into... Okay, I broke right. it down into uh, top... Two, so LAFC and Seattle. Yeah. Under them, from like third to sixth place, I had Minnesota, LA, Portland, and Dallas. Okay, so let's let's not go out of order a little bit. Uh, let's go to Portland first, sure. the team we saw today. Another team that has kind of revamped the striking position. They basically, well, they had to yeah. because the guy was like coked up, essentially. <laughs> uh, so they had to revamp that. But then they brought a lot of t- two strikers. And uh, what's his name? Ibovese or Ibovese, something? Yeah. yeah. He's basically now third tier right now. Yeah, if you look at the depth chart on paper. Didn't he score against the Whitecaps at one point? He was, he was yeah. their joint yeah. leading scorer yeah. last year at the Portland. So now yeah. he's the number three guy because they brought the Mexican player on loan. Yeah, I wish I could remember his name. I, I, I can't remember anybody. Felipe <laughs> Mora? Is that Felipe Mora? Mora? He, I yeah. think he's the guy who won the penalty. And then they brought right. the Polish striker who uh, led the Polish league in striking. I'm no Yar- way I'm trying Yaroslav to Yaroslav is his yeah, first name. there you go. There. I was going to well, be uh, Lewandowski? <laughs> wow. That's a good no, he, le- he led the Polish league in scoring last cool. year. So Yaroslav Nizgata. Nizgata? Nizgata. Yeah, but the team still, like, based on today, they still lean on Valeri. Like, his, he looks in great shape. Yeah. Um, Diego still, Chara. Yeah, Diego Chara. His and brother, his brother Yimi. Yeah, Yimi. Yeah, which is cool, actually. You know, um, Chara has um, his number on the back and the name Chara, right? But usually when you have two players with the same last name, you put the front initial. Yeah. But uh, Diego Chara doesn't have that, and his brother does. So it's kind of funny. Like, and they, uh, There was one shot where you could see both of their jerseys. It's just a weird thing to look at because uh, what's they the just chance a referee will get that messed up? An MLS referee will get that. That's the, why they have VAR. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> they, they they probably didn't want to make people feel bad for buying the 21 Char shirt. Now it'll be like D Char. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Okay, next team, Galaxy. Uh, yeah. Big change, oh obviously, God. up top. Zlatan's out. Yeah, Chirito's in. 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 Um, yeah. But again, uh, and, and they really, I think, are going to be relying heavily on Pavon, who scored a really oh, fantastic yeah. goal. Unreal this yeah. goal. Yeah. Unreal. So they got the, 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 that in the attack. But again, same thing with the Galaxy. Same thing with kind of Seattle. Portland wasn't showing glimpses of it too this year. 
Their backline is very suspect, and I don't know what they have yeah, back they, there. Yeah, they got um, Emiliano Insua. Um, yeah, which left it, back, right? Uh, I think so. Well, in, in my football manager reality, he played center back for my Queen's Park Rangers team, but that's just a side note. I'm pretty um, sure he's played at, like, Stuttgart. I think. Yeah, he just came yeah. from Stuttgart. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's a he's an, an addition to the back line. They have a lot of attacking pieces that they've added, so um, they've also added Sasha Kleschen from Orlando, yes. probably more of a bench uh, impact kind of a role. And then Alexander Katai as well looked like he was on their books um, from the website yes. I was looking saw, at. Yeah, free, um, free. So, like, they did lose Alessandrini, uh, Juninho, Harim Boateng, uh, Chris Pontius. Like, all the players we mentioned before are upgrades on those. Roman um, Alessandrini. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, I think he's playing in, f- or he's unassigned right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Minnesota. Let's go to Minnesota. You're, I think, one of your next teams on the list. Yeah, um, they were in that same group. You have them in the second group. I have them in the second okay. group because they did lose Darren Quintero. Yeah. Um, they've also but lost that might be, the, for some people that uh, follow that team closely, that might be addition by subtraction. It could be, but yeah. there's other kind of pieces in the midfield. So uh, Miguel Ibarra and Rasmus Schuler also um, have left the team. Um, Schuler's gone back to um, Scandinavia. Um, but the players that they've added, um, Whitecaps' favorite, Jose Aha. Um, yep. in center back um, and then uh, Thomas Chachon from uh, f- from a team in Uruguay for 3.9 million 18 years old um, attacking midfielder so he looks like the logical Quintero well, replacement and you haven't even mentioned Canadian great Raheem Sterling or sorry Raheem <laughs> Edwards <laughs> Raheem Edwards yeah they, I just picked him up this weekend I think yeah, it was, it was just a swap of this, like yeah. a Friday, Saturday, or something. That was exciting. A, that was a it's trade exciting. that like made a lot of sense for everybody. Just a perfect example of what a trade should be. Yeah. But like Minnesota, like interesting team, good support, seemed to kind of put a run of form together when it matters. Um, th- and the fact that they a- they added Chachon, like he looks like that new profile of MLS signing along the lines of Miguel Almiron and that kind of player. So that's that's the big reason I had them in the um, in the second group. Like they finished well last season, and yeah. they've. It looks like they've the, added something. And this is a team that looks very solid in the back, unlike the other teams. Yeah. This they got Opara, and they got Boxel in the uh, in the center, and then they got solid fullbacks on the yeah. On the outside, Aha, so. Aha can play off the bench, yeah. or you can challenge. For oh yeah, he's, those, he uh, just signed him too. Yeah, that's right. They added that. Tyler Miller and goal from LAFC. You know, solid signing. <laughs> who was who, your sixth team? I forgot. Uh, Dallas. Da- Dallas? You have yeah, Dallas that I high? Said, I was shocked when you said I that. D- I don't have Dallas at all that high. I, I have them at the bottom. Oh, really? Of the I, I have Dallas here, and then I put nothing to back it up in my research. You, so. saw, you saw the preseason game against the, the Vancouver Whitecaps, right? Uh, did I? <laughs> Maybe I did. No, that, that was that was no. a four-one loss. They the perhaps beat the FC Dallas four-one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That does not. <laughs> the not the thing is with the reason, especially I have Dallas on the bottom, is because Pico um, for Philadelphia was yeah. their biggest addition. Yeah. And that's not a good sign no. for a team that didn't do Pico well. Pico had a good game against the Whitecaps. But, that, but Fafa, Fafa Pico is an annoying. But he's a defensive mid. Cool he, he's a yeah. defensive winger. They 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 label him as the best defensive winger in MLS. That's an, I don't know how much oh that's going to win you. What a terrible title! Yeah, I know it's to not. You. It's not. A, it's, I don't. I think that's a compliment by yeah. insult or whatever yeah, you want to exactly. call it. A backhanded compliment. <laughs> um, uh, who 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 do you have? Like, is this where you have the caps around too? Right? No, actually, I have the caps a tier under. So yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. no, but the next level. Yeah, yeah the next level. So seven to. Are 10. there only three levels? There's four. In oh, I have yeah. five okay. levels in mind. I thought I was overcomplicating things with four. Apparently not. Um, yeah, the next. So these are the guys who are going to be competing for, like, the they'll last, be in and out of the spot. playoff yeah. spot. Yeah. Um, Real Salt Lake, 
San Jose, Vancouver, and Sporting Kansas City. Yeah, I see those. That's that's about where I have them too. That uh, Sporting, let's go Sporting first. Then they had they did splash. Yeah. Uh, for the striker, uh, obviously Polito, twenty uh, twenty eight years old, thirteen caps. A rich man's uh, rich man's version of Lucas Cavallini, if you want to say that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, five goals for the Mexican national team. Yeah. Um, twelve goals and eighteen appearances for Chivas last year. Nine point five million dollar fee. It's a, that's a big signing. Same fee as uh, Cavallini, I think. No, they, didn't they spend 10 for him? Oh, I they thought, did? Okay. I thought they spent 10 for him. Yeah, for I can't him, remember. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was double the price of what Cavallini was, or very close to double. Okay. But, and the whole thing is with them, it's because they, you know, what they traded away a par on that. A lot of people felt that was the reason why they mm. really fell, like, down in the standings. They may have found their uh, their replacement for him in a Croatian center back. I think his name is Roberto... Oh man, I can't read my own writing. <laughs> Roberto Punek. I should have typed this out. Uh, Roberto Punek. Uh, like, uh, they think that that's the guy that could solidify could be, the back line. It's going to be an interesting year. But for a them. lot of players left that team yeah, too. Phil Harbour, Nemeth, uh, Wallace, Kalen Rowe, uh, Kroize, like the, Kroize, yeah. yeah, like all all left the team. Like I remember when they played the Caps. Uh, it might have been early on last season, and I, I remember like those players. Half the players on that list had great games and were big reasons why the Caps found it tough. But yeah, like th- so many of those players too are part of that SKC identity that we that we know so well, right? It's going to be an interesting transition year for them. I don't think they can finish second bottom like they did last season, right? They have to they have to go up uh, in the standings, and they've made the signings to kind of back that up too. So, so let's talk San Jose then. It's not very much to talk about because they didn't very really make many changes. It's almost the same team from two years ago. Um, <laughs> because they didn't make any changes last year either. So uh, they they confirmed some loans that they had that they that they yeah. you know confirmed, but the same players that were there. Christian Espinoza. Um, so that loan was made permanent. Um, he's a 24 year old Argentinian. They did sign another 24 year old uh, a Mexican player, Carlos Fierro. Um, I think that was from. Oh, was that from Chivas? Uh, somewhere, yeah. somewhere in the Mexican league. That was an attacking. Uh, oh, okay. I didn't uh, see him. The center back was uh, Oswaldo Alanis. And he um, he played with Almeida before on a team somewhere. Yeah, he's got I, I think he with came him. from Chivas. Yeah. Um, he's thirty years old. He has twenty three caps for the Mexican national team. Yeah, that's good signing. But the thing is, they didn't make anything else. And, and they so lost. They lost Godoy. Yeah, was huge for that. Team. And I think they got to rely big time. They, they still really got to rely a lot on Wondolowski mm-hmm. to get some goals in. So we'll see what happens. They there. can rest easy in the fact that they're the um, MLS team that has a stadium closest to an airport in the entire world, in yeah. the entire league. I would say. Um, RSL, opposite of San Jose, lost a lot of players. You got Ramondo Beltrain ret- uh, retiring. Yeah. Savarino was sold. Uh, Plata's gone. Brooks they just, Lennon yeah, gone to Atlanta. They just re- uh, re-signed Luke Mulholland. He was uh, considered gone, but he's come back now. They did bring a 19-year-old uh, des- young designated player to replace Savarino. And the only other additions, the major additions you consider is Justin Barham. Yeah. And they're they br- bringing in Giuseppe Rossi to... Uh, so I think he's training right now. He's not really officially really? signed. Giuseppe Rossi, like yeah. ex-Man United yeah. Florentina. Is he Man United? He, he, he was in the Man United Wait, Academy. Giuseppe, Giuseppe Rossi. Who's he training with? RSL. He's with RSL right now in training. First of all, he the was... The Giuseppe Rossi. Yes, the Giuseppe all, Rossi. New York's Giuseppe Rossi. New, I think he's, he's New Art, Jersey, isn't he? He's, <laughs> he's going to be RTL Bunbury, except there's a lot more teams in America that he has to deal I know, with. And, I know this uh, isn't a primary consideration, but he would not look good in that jersey. In the RSL jersey, like... His Italian locks and all that. 
I think he's no good. one's with me on this. All right, no, I don't <laughs> that's fine. They, yeah, I think th- was the player you you uh, mentioned that they signed as a, a DP was Everton Louise. I didn't name the name. I okay. couldn't remember the name. Um, he's defensive midfielder from Spal. Like, uh, no, it's a right winger though. I thought they brought in a oh, young DP. I, uh, yeah, well, this guy must be a no, Tam signing yeah, or something. Okay. Um, he's good on Football Manager. That's all I can. So <laughs> I guess, sorry again, Giuseppe Rossi is training yeah, at Real Salt Lake. Google it up if you want. If you don't believe me. <laughs> Okay, who hasn't Giuseppe Rossi trained with at this point? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, Poor a, guy, actually. Colorado, uh, another team adding to the they, – they've added players to the roster, but very little flashy players. Um, they're relying on, like, the, you know, the uh, money ball type of signings, like the, you know, the lower end. They did redo their whole center back. The, uh, Axel Scholz were gone. They mm-hmm. brought back two more. They brought in a couple of – uh, younger one, young national U.S. national team member, a couple other players. So that they're the team. You already mentioned FC Dallas. Nashville is the other team. They, like I said, you just signed in Zimmerman, but other you know MLS experience they have. They got Badgy up top, mm-hmm. Hakam on the wing, McCarty, Godoy on the midfield, uh, Andy Baba to go with Zimmerman, and they got the the deep designated player, the German uh, Henry Mukhtar. Um, like a waiver signing FC. Yeah. <laughs> It, I, I, it doesn't good to, look good for them. No, it doesn't, but Zimmerman's going to make a big difference. I think that's going to be uh, – they won't be as I, – I think they'll be better than what Cincinnati was last year, it, and that's it not does, easy it does, to say. It does pang a bit of Cincinnati to me, right? Like, Waston was a proven MLS center back, and True, he couldn't hold up – Very good point. He couldn't hold up that team. I don't know. It, it's going to come down to how that team is coached. Well, I, least, have, I have them, Houston, and Colorado in my bottom three – Maybe I'm being too well, optimistic. Why Houston? Well, we never talked about Houston. Let's just talk about them. Wait, they Houston, why that low? Listen, what what I wrote five, four or five hours ago is... Still a blur? Yeah. <laughs> but I have a, I do have Houston a little bit higher. I have them in the just underneath, like Minnesota tier. Uh, but uh, they did bring in Quintero. Exactly. Let's see how yeah. he plays. Yeah, that's true. And plus they kept... Uh, Elise, who they, a lot of people thought was going away. How have they held on to Elise? And, and uh, Monetas. Uh, Monetas? Monotas. Monotas. Um, they brought them back. Wow. They, they did basically, they really didn't add that much. That's basically what they've done. They kept but, players and they, they added so one. So if we know anything about Houston, they'll win five of the first six games. Because <laughs> yeah. they're going to draw 11 in a row and yeah. finish five points outside of the playoffs. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Uh, okay, can I give you my, my list? Yeah, go for it. Because are you sorry? Are you done yours? No, no. I, I already did mine while I was okay. talking. Just don't to read. My, don't my, read the standings from last year. That's it. No, <laughs> that's cheating. <laughs> just no, no. no my, I agree with you guys in terms. I think LAFC and the Flounders are the <laughs> top of the heap. I think the next group for me is a little bit smaller than I think you had. I just have uh, Portland, LA, and, and Minnesota. Yeah, that's what uh, I have Port- I just have Portland. I, yeah, and I had Dallas yeah. in there as well. Yeah, yeah. I think that, that's crazy a mistake. But I had the I had the three you had. I had. Uh, yeah, I so then my so. next bunch is San Jose, Vancouver, Salt Lake, Houston, and KC. And the bottom bunch, I have Colorado, Dallas, uh, Austin, and Nashville. I hope Kai Kamara can push Colorado out of that. Bunch. I'll do my quick tiers. I have LAFC, Seattle at top, Galaxy, and Portland in the second tier. I have Minnesota, Houston, Sporting, and Vancouver in the third. I have San Jose, RSL, Colorado in the fourth. And I have FC Dallas and Nashville basically at the bottom. Um, a couple other questions, though. You know, the teams that made the playoffs, who do you see falling out? Up? I guess maybe Minnesota is what I would guess. You have them in your like second or third team. I know, but we have to kind of pick an outsider here. Like the Western Conference, there's a few people that are just reliable, right? We kind of mentioned the top and the bottom there and like everything in between. Like who would have guessed last season that Kansas would finish as low as they did, right? I don't know. It's, it's not as wild as the Eastern Conference, but um, there's definitely like a – 
an er- like a gap there that can be exploited. It's a, I think it really comes down to who plays well in July and August. Yeah. Like the, how, how often have the white caps? Yeah. How often have the white caps just fallen off? So okay. So really quick, because we're, we're late for break. Um, who do you see winning the West, and where do you see the white caps uh, going? I'll go first. I'll let Joe go last, considering we can change still before the season starts. Um, <laughs> so I, I see. I think it's LAFC because they can handle regular season. I'm not sure how they can handle playoffs. Um, and then I see the Caps really on the teetering on the seventh, eighth spots. So, but I will put them in eighth right now. Uh, I, 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 LAFC needs to overcome injuries, like you mentioned, to Diamande and CONCACAF Champions League. But I agree with you that they, they should be, one, if not the favorite, one of the favorites to, to do that, uh, to top the Western Conference. Uh, if I would give it someone other than them, I would say I could see I could see uh, ha- Javi Hernandez doing crazy things yeah. in, in LA yeah. and overcoming their terrible backline. Yeah. So maybe one of those uh, LA teams, and then Vancouver. Yeah, Vancouver. Where do you see them? I, like I, like I have them in those groups. I have them, you know, anywhere, anywhere from seven to ten or something. Six to like ten. Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing. Uh, you talk about, oh, it's how teams are going to do in August, September. Yeah. Vancouver, if you look at their schedule, Vancouver does not have a very good schedule to start. It's yeah. it's a, quite a difficult schedule to start, including both LA teams, including mm-hmm. Seattle and Portland away. Yeah, I haven't looked at including, that. Including uh, 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 a significant opening day game against Kansas City. That yeah. will be really, yeah, really... Yeah, so like, Kansas seems like the team that the Caps are going to jockey with if they want to be competitive, right? Like They have to have similar ambitions to what... They have to kind of match Kansas as they go. Um, I know it's a long season, and the first five games you shouldn't even look at the standings, but there's a psychological effect that I think you were kind of keying into, uh, Zach. Like, totally. Like, if they lose those opening five games, like, how strong are this team mentally? Not strong enough, I would say, to it, overcome that. It's a, it's a really, it's really difficult schedule. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, you have Colorado in their opening games, but it it, it is not a good... But, like, imagine if they lost that Colorado game. Do you think it's... It's feasible that they do, right? It, why? Why do we feel like we have a, a right to beat Colorado? Like we we have to we have to prove that. Well, it's yeah. at home, but yeah, you, n- oh, you, have, you never they, know. They also have NYCFC in there. They have uh, what you call it, uh, Salt Lake, which we'll, they'll be battling with. So, like I said, Seattle and Portland away, back to back. San Jose away. So they have all three of those teams away in a row, yeah. and Toronto away. They have like a four game away stand yeah. against in order. Seattle, Portland, San Jose, Toronto. Four yeah, away games in a get row. Get those tough games out of the way, then it's smooth sailing. After yeah, but that. if you have, if you're, if you, if you're <laughs> but, so bad but, after but there's, that. But there's no team in the entire league, East or Western Conference, that if you ask me right now, what's a team that the Whitecaps will beat for sure? I like if I had to bet something on it, I wouldn't bet on any team. That's the level the Whitecaps yeah. are at right now. No, I, yeah, I, I don't like, disagree. Okay, with so you. who do you have at the winner? Is it LAFC for you now? Um, I think LAFC are the safe bet. I could see. Um, I could see Portland or yeah. or the Galaxy pulling something off. Like it, it just depends on the consistency. And where do you see the Whitecaps right now in the seventh, eighth, ninth Six, spot? Six, seven, eight, or nine. Yeah, yeah roughly well, there. It, it depends so much on how who doesn't show up for the season, right? My my dark horse dark horse to win the West, Sporting. That would be that would, that would be, quite be my rise. dark horse to win the. That would be quite a very quite dark, a jump. Very dark. The good old sporting club of Kansas City. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's that'll be it for the Western Conference. Uh, when we come back, we will talk a little Canada. Canada national team and a little team in Ottawa called Atletico. Hi, I'm Lucas Cavallini. You're listening to the AFD Soccer Show.
Welcome back to the AFTN Soccer Show, broadcasting live from the F- CITR FM studios at the University of British Columbia on the unceded Musqueam territory. That was Victoria's own Nelly Furtado with Turn Off the Lights. <laughs> like it says on the wall yeah. in the studio. But now you can turn on the lights in Victoria because the Canadian national team is coming back after 35 years, I think it was said. It's been it was, a while. Yeah, it's been a while. They are playing in Victoria slash Langford on March 27th and 31st, both days. I think it's a Friday and a Wednesday. No, Tuesday, you said. Friday, Tuesday. Friday and Tuesday against Trinidad and Tobago. And of course, Michael wanted us to do the joke. Yeah. Which team were they playing on Friday, Trinidad or Tobago? And yeah. which is the other team yeah. on the Tuesday? So they'll have a camp here first, I think, in Vancouver. The camp's here. Uh, well, they're so, going to the Whitecaps. Yeah, little, facility, yeah. Little facility there. So what are you guys' overall thoughts about coming to Vancouver Island? It's nice to have the national team train at the National Training Center. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what are you guys' overall thoughts? Uh, on, on the on the on the move coming to Victoria, I think it's I don't I think it's a very good thing. I think it kind of gives the biggest thing it gives legitimacy to C, a CPL. Like there's a team coming to a CPL stadium to play. Is it the first time they're playing. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Unless well, in the CPL, unless era. you want to count yeah, yeah CPL. They went to like the women's national team was played in Ottawa Stadium, yeah, but and they there, played in Hamilton's, but they, that was before before yeah, they yeah. came in. Yeah, so interesting choice. Like I have to say. Like, I think it's going to be beautiful. Like, it's oh, it's really going to be great. It's, gonna be it's great. a beautiful stadium. Yeah, like, yeah. haven't been there for uh, Pacific FC games. Like, you're right there. The atmosphere, I, with the new stands especially, I, I, I was there before they finished the, the second. Is game. it holding 10,000 now? No. Is that, it's close to it? or 65 is what I understand. Oh, right I heard now. it was 10. But it, was it's probably. so tight, right? Like, the atmosphere, I know there's that open side to a stadium, but it does generate a good... Atmosphere just because everyone's so close, right? So, yeah. So, I think we've talked about this before, but my understanding is that that open side will get closed in and the hydro pole will be moved once they, once they uh, their average for the season reaches a certain amount, which I'm not sure. I can't remember if it did average last attendance? year. Yeah, okay. Average attendance? Yeah, average attendance for the Hopefully, we don't get any season. protesters about moving that hydro oh, pole. Yeah. I think they'll be okay on the hydro pole. The hydro pole's going to be fine. Hydro pole will be okay. Even, even Zav will be okay with that. It was pretty good attendance for. Pacific last season. It was as okay. Far as I understand. It was not. What the the, could the, have the been, days that was game. bad was the the weekday games. Yeah. Wednesday, the, the, the Wednesdays, yeah, yeah, clock. Uh, I I liked. I actually liked the fact that the CPL went for those that schedule. I know they had to to a degree because yeah. of the odd number of teams, but having a weeknight game is a good thing, right? Like, that's one thing I thought the CPL did really well was having enough games happening. Yeah. You weren't wasting too long for the next game to be played. I know they played so many games against the same yeah. opposition like so much. My so understanding much is that that's changing a lot for this year. Oh, I was a fan of it. Like, I like the fact like they you, should have on, a, you can throw they, on a game in the evening. No, they should have a, they should have one like a couple teams play one game on a Wednesday. There should be a, like one game on Wednesday and then you yeah. and everybody takes a turn yeah. every, every couple many, of years. How many games did this, like, this, any CPL team play last season? Was it twenty eight? Something like that. That's no. not bad, like for a small league. Well, yeah. I can't remember. Ten. Yeah. There was ten. Oh, 
No, was it twelve and sixteen? I know. Yeah, it wasn't split remember. down the middle. No, the it wasn't fall in the spring yeah. championships. No, no, but they played everyone four times. So that so would be twenty four. But then I th- that seems too low. I think it's, season I, tickets were for fifteen games. I'm pretty yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. This is a great sign. This is a, one of the great things about uh, the CPL yeah. is the the growth of the game and the expanding of the exposure of the game. Yeah. And so the fact that and. Uh, outside of um, Halifax, I think this is the CPL ground that has done the most to, aside from the turf, obviously, has done the most to like build an actual ground. Yeah, and, and Halifax is a little bit more modular and whatever than this yeah. one. This one has elements of that too, but it's an amazing little place. And now they're, in one sense, being rewarded with supposedly Alfonso Davies coming to play in their stadium and to get to see the national team play. Well, they said injury barring. I remember that a number of people reported that injury barring yeah. Alfonso Davies, Davies Lucas Cavalini. Davies is playing like like the Hulk in Germany. I don't yeah. think he's going to get injured anytime soon. No one can catch yeah, but him. He might, he might acquire a knock the week oh, before. Yeah, that's the problem. But, but no, we'll talk so, about that in so, a second. So this is, hu- this is huge and this is great. And this is, how, this is one of the ways you grow the game in oh, our country. For sure. The, the, Canada's not a place where you can be like, uh, we have our Wembley Stadium and all the games are there and everyone must come to it. Yeah, this yeah. is where you got to bring it to people and yeah, this yeah. is great. And so hopefully down the road, we'll see this more in Halifax it's and in Winnipeg do, and all these other one, places. It's going to do wonders for Pacific FC too. Yeah. Totally. Like imagine the hit rate for fans. Right? Like, so totally. I'm sure there'll be fans of Victoria who have never gone to a Pacific FC game who will like the match day experience that they have with the Canadian national team. And maybe we'll be able to see Carlisle Mitchell there too. <laughs> Is he in the... Th- I, no I don't idea. think so. <laughs> so uh, here's the deal. You need to get tickets for this. Yeah, if you want how, to be how, how important if, is it to sell the, uh, out the first so game at least? My, my, understand, my limited that. understanding is this, is that there are only tickets available for the first game, and at some point, if the first game sells out, then they will open up open up the second game for ticket sales mm-hmm. so that, i mean the friday night's more likely to have more people interested in it anyways yeah. but um go out and get your tickets if you want to if you want to be with the supporters the voyagers will be having a section please go through the voyagers for that um otherwise you can get your tickets uh, i think there's a pre-sale for uh pacific fc people and and whatever and then there's a, a pre-sale for canadian you mean star, starfish uh, pacific fc people yeah whatever <laughs> stewie and his friends um uh, I think there might be even a pre-sale for people who are on the Canadian uh, Canada Soccer email list or whatever, and then tickets will go on sale. But please get your tickets. Uh, this is huge. We we need this to sell out. We need this to do well. We need that second game to o- open up and also have a good crowd, um, so that this will continue to happen in stadiums around our country, right. and across this our country. Is a considered a friendly in quotation marks, but it's also a huge game because yes. they're chasing the hex right now at this point. And they're running out of time. Usually you want to avoid a hex. Yes. But they are chasing, <laughs> chasing this hex. hex. Yes. Yes. They desperately want It's a, a very winnable game. How much Give help, us the hex. Yeah. Yeah. How much help will it be ultimately be? Can they actually do more any harm? I don't think it can do any harm because they're not in, in the hex right now. So they they, uh, they can only – this is a, like a no-lose no situation. They just have to win. They want to have safe hex. Yeah. <laughs> do you, and also the other question is <laughs> – <laughs> oh, see, I got, I got that. That's Joe, good. Joe, what do you know about that? <laughs> do, do you know much about that topic? Let's not get into it. <laughs> That's something you have to be here. If we were videoing during the commercial break, you would have heard that. That's going to be clipped for yeah, the next, next week, isn't it? Oh, no. Uh, so, uh, hey, spoiler, man. <laughs> uh, do you, okay, so we talked about it being a very important game. Safe. 
Do you do you see it? We talked about Alfonso Davies, but other European players will they get released for it? Michael demanded us to ask about Scott Arfield yes. for Rangers. He's 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 uh, ripping very, it up. He's right ripping now. it up. Yeah. yeah. Will he be able to four goals in well, three games? In he fact. plays for Michael's favorite team. Yeah. So yeah, no, I mean, yeah. Michael obviously hopes he's going to be here. <laughs> Michael, big into the Rangers. Yeah. He's ready for the Rangers. He just right now he's woken up from his sleep. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, but like, how vital is Scott Arfield and Alfonso Davies and all the other Jonathan David? How vital? Well, he's it's, ripping it up too. It's an international window. It yeah. is so they should be coming. But like and you said, those that, knocks the fact that they need to win, right? Yeah, those... they need to win. I think at least for the first game, we could see like everyone get rolled out. I I, I have no doubt that there'll be a couple of knocks here and there. Like, uh, yeah, I, I I heard too that uh, in terms of the the hex. Um, the good old safe hex that you, you, um, initially people thought, oh, these games are not going to be worth much, but I heard it. I don't know if it's both of them. Combined. Well, it was John Herdman saying, cause he goes, if we're playing France and France and yeah. we beat them, it's still not going to be enough to get in. That's what I heard. Is say, it so. them combined or one of the games could be worth seven and a half points? I don't know. That's got to be combined. It might be combined. Yeah, cause turning out to Tobago, I think they're below us in the standings off they because they're way below. Yeah. And that uh, people, you get more points if you beat somebody above. That's why. I was so surprised Guatemala picked up so many points, but it was because it was important games. They weren't friendlies, but they yeah. were winning their games. And then finally here, do you see the CPL players getting a look at any of these games or because it's in a CPL stadium, or do you think it's just going to be they're going to go for the best players? Because honestly, I don't want to see them. They're already getting it in the, in the CPL stadium. I don't want them to just be yeah. throwing roster spots to CPL players just because if they deserve it. But then it's hard to me to tell because they're going to – I think what t- when does the CPL season start? Like – Mid March uh, or something. April eleventh. Yeah, is so, the starting like, day for so they're still going to be preseason. So I yeah. doubt they even get a sniff because a lot of the European players will be in full form. MLS will be a month into it or at that point. So you, I see more of those. I see you know a CPL player maybe here or there, but I don't see that many coming into the the program. Yeah, the other thing is, yeah, how many Whitecaps are going to be gone for this? But and it, how does that it, affect them? Is it inter- are they playing that weekend or no? I'll tell you right now because they terrible, have it open. Terrible travel though to get yeah. to. Uh... Well, it depends on where they're traveling from. They could be traveling yeah. a week from somewhere. Yeah, right? oh, where do San we go? Jose back to Victoria. I'm just double checking here. They are playing. No, they're off because it's international break. Good. They play on the 21st. They don't play again until the 4th. Good job. Cool. Is this the start of seeing seeing others? You talk about uh, do we see other? If this is successful, we, then we see it in oh, yeah, other states. Yeah, right? I think Hamilton is like Halifax. 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 Halifax Hal- a game in the summer in Halifax. Yeah, I don't know. Bring an Asian team in there, so they have to travel way across yeah. the other side. <laughs> yeah, Australia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Playing Canada and Halifax. No, I think I think a CPL stadium next. In one of the big stadiums, like uh, in, what about Calgary? Calgary would I think would be interesting. But spot. their pitch has, has anyone been to the Calgary ground? Michael has. Okay, I've I, been to. I, before. Oh, so don't wanna, I'm so. You don't want to bring a Central American team into Calgary because they'll feel right at home on the terrible pitch. pitch yeah. Yeah. yeah, but but if you're a bigger team, you're not going to want to go there because it looks like such an interesting stadium. Oh like, no, it's it's a yeah. really kind of interesting, unique place. Mm-hmm. But when you have a field that is being shared in the way that it's still being shared and with maintained, horses? with horses, yeah, and yeah. being maintained, in the, unless something's changed, and I, I might be unaware, uh, I think I, they I, were. I think you find it hard to sell that to a team to come and I play. Th- on. I think yeah. there were there were there were talk that they were going to have it separated and not. Uh, they were gonna do talk something. is cheap, Steve. Yeah. They need action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And horses don't understand words, so what's yeah. the point? <laughs> Nay. <laughs> <laughs> some more. Uh, so we'll talk about some CPL action that occurred uh, this past week, uh, especially in Ottawa, Atletico Ottawa. 
Um, they has named their coach. Um, it's Mister Mister Mister. Um, he, uh, I, I, I was gonna write his full name, but it was too many, too many names there. So that's why they call him Mister there. Started. He, uh, we'll talk about his playing career. Started in Real Madrid Academy um, before having a 14 year career in Spain, which included his most successful period Valencia. with Valencia for five years, yeah. and then a two year stint with Atletico. Do you remember when uh, he was banging Madrid. the goals for Valencia? Were you mm. so fa- alive then? Were you following football? <laughs> well, it was after '93. Yeah. Yeah. You were alive then, okay. but yeah, no, um, he was really good for. Yeah, like, and then he's, but he spent. He came over to TFC um, halfway through the 2010 season in July. Scored zero goals. I think nice. apparently his only goal was against a friendly against uh, 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 some English team. I'm not sure who. Bolton. So here's here's the thing. A lot of people mock that as one of the worst DP signings in uh, MLS history. If you talk to people who from TFC, they'll say, look, we took a flyer on a guy. They didn't pay him much above the, the DP cap or yeah. whatever. Or I think it was the half-season DP cap, so it was yeah. even less. So they hardly paid any. It was like they were taking a flyer on him. Yeah, because they really out. had no other options at that and, point. And they did. Yeah, it didn't work out. And they, they, and they waived him, and then yeah. he retired right after that because exactly. he couldn't get any bail. So even though it wasn't a good signing, yeah. Yeah. it was not as bad as some people and make it up. My biggest me. thing about this, though, is that in, in – a lot of the reports. Uh, oh, I can't remember the Ottawa owner, the one that's Jeff Hunt. Is yeah. It? yeah, yeah. He said this brings us credibility immediately with <laughs> Mister being as part of the coaching. <laughs> I don't know if they got that quote from some other interview yeah. or something, or it had to do with the coach. Because this guy, I looked, I could not find any kind of coaching experience, yeah. assistant. He was in the second or third tier in Spain. Coaching yeah. Was he? Coaching? I, 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 I couldn't it. find anywhere. I thought I heard somewhere that he was coaching like younger players or yeah, maybe academy then. Yeah. yeah, but that's that's a big step up. Yeah. Um, like and he said he knew the Canadian landscape. He was here for six months, yeah. and then he basically—I don't know if he stayed afterwards. Not even not six much, months. There's not much yeah. landscape in Toronto no. either. No. <laughs> hey, there's some mount, uh, hills. <laughs> Are there? Yeah. I don't see. Oh yeah, no. Ontario's beautiful. It's not which like, part of Ontario? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, more the further you go north, it gets yeah, yeah, nice. it does. But then you got the lakes. They got above the lakes. It's great. Yeah, you can't I, swim in the lake because in some of them you can. Oh, Is it not polluted? the big one. Yeah. Oh, actually, the big one you can. It, Lake, Lake Ontario is not the biggest one. I've been advised by a notable source who works at the uh, power plant not to swim. Well, in and Lake Ontario, yeah, yeah, yeah I wouldn't, yeah. Sw- uh, yeah, I wouldn't swim there. Yeah, yeah. but the other Great Lakes. Oh, I don't sure. know about Michigan. Sure. That one's the American yeah, yeah. one. That's dodgy, obviously. Yeah. But anything named after an yeah. American Huron, it's good time. They didn't one of them there. have like acid Eerie. rain coming down in it or something like that. E- Erie might be dodgy now, but I swam in it back in the day. Okay, yeah. back, that was back you in the tell us more about 80s, that 80s, 90s. Or? Yeah, <laughs> I was at, I was at a camp that was right by Lake Erie, mm-hmm. so we would take day trips to Lake Erie and hang out on the beach. And, yeah, it was <laughs> cool. good times. So another uh, Ottawa also. Well, I, and before before we oh, jump, yeah. I know this. Mister, is, yeah. you, no, you have a really good thing you want to talk about. Before we get to that, what do we think about like the logo and uh, crest? And He's a fan. Yeah, I'm, I'm supporting Ottawa Joe's this season. Ottawa. I'm yeah. coming out as a Ottawa fan, only as a placeholder until we get a team over here. But I like the look of them. I I know like they they said, oh, what are the uh, the athletic colors again? And let's red, let's white, make, and blue. Yeah, let's let's make some like uh, local connections with those three colors. See, so, like the my- Rideau blue. There was a funny person on the YouTube link. Actually, was like, if they really wanted to name it after the Rideau Canal, they'd call it, they'd go with brown. <laughs> <laughs> not, not my, my only issue is that I thought they might when I when I I knew they were going to call them some form of a- athletic or whatever, right? Yeah. But uh, I thought they might, might go with the French athletic. version because it's bilingual. Yeah. Well, they're yeah. Ottawa. I thought they would go with athletic instead of a Spanish one. But, but I, they, I, that's what I thought. They, they would have do. that umbrella of teams. Like they have teams in other countries. Do they too? They have a Mexican team. Yeah, yeah, I think they have at least two other teams. Um, they they have a Mexican team and either have or they used to have an Indian Premier League team. I think. Okay, but I that think. that that league only runs for like twelve games or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's, it's, it's still, still a league. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
They had a league longer <laughs> before. It's true. That's our most only, recent yeah. one. That's the only time the weather I, I, holds up for about twelve games. I think they they um they pulled off the event nicely. The marketing was done pretty well. Like, I'm, there's real excitement for it. Like, um, they need some players though right now. They, they do. need to sign some players. But they have a network. They have a bigger network than any. But they can only bring seven play, seven players from that network because <laughs> they can only they have the it's rest true. of them have to but be like, Canadian. But like think think of the draw. Like you know you know this whole time while well, Ben Fisk hasn't signed back yeah. with yeah with, like well they have so all his, the Ottawa Fury players. Where are they right now? Some are of them have USL? signed. Some of them are still lingering. But he so apparently the CPL gave them a list of players and yeah. Ben Fisk's name was near the top of yeah. it. Or at the yeah, yeah. And then there ben was Fisk a, did the, the right thing holding out. Yeah, because like that's a, that's such an appealing. Well, prospect. I heard I heard one report that maybe rumors better than report that. Uh, some are saying that Pacific hasn't even really communicated with Ben Fisk. <laughs> I mean, which sounds not? sounds dodgy. Yeah, they have to. He's, he's such a good player. He's the captain. Maybe, for most maybe, of the season, maybe right? they're they're not communicating because they're letting him go to Ottawa. Maybe they've been told not to talk to Ben Fisk. Could be. Make him, he would be he would be out. a great like reference point signing yeah. for lack of a better word like a solid robust player who can lead like but, a yeah. new team. Like I said last week, it's great to have a team in the Canadian Premier League in the nation's capital. It's great that it's not a part of OSEG, OESGG, whatever it's called. Yeah, and and I like him as a dude and what he did and whatever. But I'm I'm kind of glad John or Julian de Guzman is not involved with it. I would I would also advise you Zach not to go onto the CPL website because they do have an article about other European clubs that might want to get into CPL. Okay, so don't go to that article. Right, so there. You're going to be upset about it. There's a lot. Apparently, there's a lot. Um, well, if they're shopping rights around like like they did seemingly to Atletico, why wouldn't other uh, European teams consider it, right? A farm team oh. for a European club? What do they have well, to hey, hey, Well, watch your language, Aaron. Yeah, it's, it's like a that. premier. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So, Joe, you talk about waiting for a team to come to this area. What? Are, what do you, who thinks 2021? Who thinks 2022? Who thinks beyond? I wish. I hope 2021. I've got no. Oh, wait, what do you mean? More teams? CPL, Lower Mainland. Oh, Lower Mainland. I would. I would hope next year for sure. Yeah, I but I, I kind of can see it be, be another be right two there. years. That, like it's really, it's what I've been waiting for. Like, yeah. you know. And I have no problem with it if you, if it's not in. I, I kind of wish it was in Langley area. I, wa- I do I, want it in Langley, but I don't mind if it being even further out. Like I work in between Langley, Langley <laughs> and Abbotsford, so I don't care. What? What, uh, what if it's tied to one of these? It depend- if, if I don't. I'm not bothered by it. As long as it wasn't, uh, as long as it wasn't Liverpool or Manchester City, I'd yeah. be pretty. Who's the team that you, oh, Liverpool doesn't do that? Do who's they? the team who yeah. I might be worried do, about? Yeah. Is it Deadpool? Is Deadpool on the list? Deadpool was on the list. That would be an interesting moral dilemma. I have. To I see. think they were they were tied with with Moncton. I'd have to see. Oh God, Red Bull Moncton <laughs> or something like that. It was yeah. something I could I could look I could that look more than. Is there any like if 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 Deadpool is tied to the club in the in the Fraser Valley? Yeah. I don't know what I'd do. Ah, but it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be like. You drink your RB beaver Red juice. Bull. It would be uh, what's like, that beaver juice? The German word for grass sport is that's how Leipzig. Rasenball. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> is, is there, did you see? You saw Bayern's. You saw Bayern's exp- against modern football. FRB. I've got thoughts on this, but I, I, did you see the banner? I did. I did. I, I just feel like Bayern have literally have a part of the stand where people wear white jerseys so that they can spell out T-Mobile. Yeah, the, it's stand. not the people. Those are the T-Mobile owns those seats. I know, I know. T-Mobile, like, T-Mobile here's the thing. T-Mobile owns like 9% of Bayern. Yeah. But they still are they keep they they're okay. both they're combining no, the, of the okay. traditional and the and the, the thing. 50 plus they, one they're rule, the 50 yeah. plus 1. They are a membership club and Absolutely. they have three companies. But, I think Deutsche Telekom is then, one of them. But then like but, if if Red Bull are 100% bad, then by the same metric 
Bayern are forty nine percent bad, right? And then the whole like no, because there's no there's no clubs in the Bundesliga that are all owned by the members. There's a f- there's yeah there's none. Oh, there, there are teams that are the other way around. Like I think there's those the legacy rights rule like um yeah, Wolfsburg, Bremen, and no, uh, it's, it's, Wolfsburg it's Wolfsburg and uh, Aspern. La, yeah, uh, Bayer, Bayer yeah. Leverkusen. So, so I'm just reading this article. I I think I don't think it's like it's gonna happen, but they they do. I think it's more tug and cheek yeah. kind of thing. I don't think Olympique so, Laval. Le, Olympique Laval would be one team. Uh, Razen Ball Sport Equalit, which I think is Equalit. Wow, yeah, <laughs> Northwestern Earth. Yeah. Saskatoon Town. Uh, that would be Newcastle oh, United, yeah. so they could call them Toon, Toon whoever, Town. Whoever Toon wrote, Army. Whoever wrote Durham United needs to get fired. By the it, way. That's it, number one on the list. Internacional de Moncton, so Inter Milan. I mean, and then like, Durham, Durham United. Yeah, I think which is uh, I think out there West Ham, yeah, like Durham United. That's not. That's not good. So I have a feeling this so, was more so, so Red Red Bull Moncton and Internazionale Moncton are like the most un-Moncton <laughs> things you can imagine. Have you been to Moncton? Uh, my, my wife well, has. Okay. Yes, yeah, but, I've been there. It's a nice little place. Yeah, like not something you <laughs> no, associate no. with an energy Inter- drink. Or international, anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Except for the the Magnetic Hill is quite marvelous. Oh, yeah, I heard of it. Yeah. So, last bit of thing for the CPL. Ottawa, obviously, also, obviously, Ottawa also trying to get into the Voyager's Cup. Important David discussion. David talked mm. about it. They're trying to get him in. There's a simple way to do it and more complicated ways. Which one do you think? I think they should have another play-in game. Either play one of the, the Toronto Premier League one team or the Quebec team to get into the tournament. Although it's unfair for them. Yeah. yeah. But I, it's, it's I disagree still, with that. That's because the only way I see them. Go, I, di- I disagree with it because you'd be short-changing changing one of those teams. Yeah, I know. But that's the, that's the, that's the yeah. only way I see There's only like, one way to do no. this. There's only one way to do this. They should have a caucus and there's an app. <laughs> you go to the corner go, yeah, yeah, and, exactly. and use an app. Yeah. Come yeah. sit with me. Yeah, that'll go well. <laughs> um, so here's the thing. Uh, I think I would be okay. Uh, I would be okay if, with them having to miss this year's. Um, because of the timeline. And I think in one sense, the CSA was probably more proactive than they have been previous years because they knew they had to get something in stone so that they knew their things could change and they could, if they left it longer and longer, they'd be causing problems for other people. So anyways, I, I, I hope, or sorry, not that I hope that they're out, but I would be okay actually yeah. if they're not allowed to be in. Do you think it's already decided though? Like, oh yeah, I think the yeah. CSA is decided. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they're sitting part, ready. I, hmm. part of the negotiation or not negotiations to join the league, but like yeah. early logistical. Well, planning. that's one of the things. Uh, do you guys, Steve? Do you know? Do they just take like Ottawa? I know Ottawa Fury sold their USL rights, yeah. but they Ottawa Fury have a thing with the CSA where they're like recognized as a. Part of this recognized by the CSA. Mm-hmm. Does this club take that, or do they have to get a, a new entrance into there the CSA? There was something interesting that Jeff Hunt said at the opening cr- press conference, yeah. where he acknowledged the work done by the Fury yeah. and so, how they were building off of that. Maybe that's something they, they, they would have to be. Yeah. So, so they don't have to get that approval. So that's not an issue. But here's the thing: if they are going to be in, uh, I, I, I'd have to run the numbers really quick in my head. But if they are going to be in, I think what needs to happen is you need to have. The three MLS sides mm-hmm. get a buy into the quarterfinals, right. and then there would be ten other teams. Oh, okay, gotcha. And they yeah. each play a one f- off to go into the. Then the you got f- five teams left over from that. 10. Yeah, I'm but sure. I also think they should all be, should yeah. all be one offs, not yeah, one away. I, I, I think I don't like the tiered thing. No, like, I think it just should be single elimination. I agree, single elimination. The, yeah. the tiered thing, though, I think you need to keep for a little bit longer. Yeah, but it's so. Or, or you need fun. to keep it. You need to keep it with bringing in Ottawa because you already had it of a part of this year stuff. 
But yeah. I know there are people who are saying, oh, Vancouver should not be in that, and Cavalry should. Yeah. But Which would be fun, too. I think that would be great. But It, all, yeah. like, it depends, like, what are you using to measure, right? Is it what league you're in or how well you did last season? Yeah. Because if, if it's how well you did last season, the Whitecaps should be playing the League One Ontario champions because they were, like, absolutely woeful in the two games they played against... The cavalry. I right? don't disagree, Joe. Yeah. But I think that the, I think that in terms of structure, mm-hmm. that's the best for right now. If you have yeah. ten teams, well, you, you have in to the shoehorn three. them in somehow. I yeah. don't. I really want them to be in it, and especially like the power oh. that the owners have. There's no oh. way they're going to let that slide. I, I want them to be in it, but I can understand this year if, if they're not. Yeah, yeah. Steve, what, what so, do you? Uh, I'm I'm just saying that I think that I I don't want them if it, if it's a simple way to do it then you just do it the way you just they have to play in yeah you do maybe do a draw which team they have to play auto, uh, the Quebec team or the Toronto uh, the Montreal team um, <laughs> um, but that seems so unfair to those I teams. know it this, is unfair, these are the but, biggest games but, of their but year not fair, Zach. but that's a, that's the simplest <laughs> way to do that's it that's very true that is the simplest way to do it. Um, if they want to make it more complicated, yeah. then it would be Zach's way. That it, my the, caps the, the can just get knocked. Wait, are you saying my way is always more complicated? No, this way is oh. complicated compared to the one I'm seeing, which is unfair, though. Just let them go straight to the final. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that that's enough of uh, CPL talk and Canada talk. Get your tickets, yes, people for Langford, and and, and also get your. I, don't, I think they're available. The women they're coming to BC in, in yeah April fourteenth. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. talked about it last week. Yeah, if you don't have tickets yet, and I don't know if you know if they're available or how that's working, but get your tickets for that too. I think yeah. that one will sell really well though. That oh one yeah, it'll be yeah. Sinclair's celebration. Yeah. Oh, the victory tour, and the people from Australia can take a break from the fire. They should put the game in Burnaby. Come over here. Yeah, they should put the game in Burnaby. So um, uh, that's it for that. Uh, then we will come back uh, with Wavelength. And uh, if you haven't got your Michael fix, you want to get your Michael fix, you want to stay for that. Mm-hmm. And then we'll talk headlines as well after this. Hi, I'm Johnny Russell, and you're listening to the AFTN Soccer Show. Welcome back to the AFTN Soccer Show on CITR Radio, 101.9 FM. Broadcasting from the unceded Musqueam Territory at the University of beautiful British Columbia. Didn't want to miss out on the fun tonight, so I thought I would bring you wavelength from my sickbed. Could be man flu, could be the coronavirus. I guess we'll find out next week if I'm on the show. But this week's Wavelength is going to be continuing our theme of songs about goalkeepers. We're going to go back to the year 2000 and a song from Arlington, Virginia indie band, Barcelona. This is a song about the American goalkeeper Casey Keller, which they decided to write for their Zero One Infinity album. 
After his fantastic display against Brazil in the 1998 World Cup, where he kept a clean sheet, they were just moved to say it was the best goalkeeping performance they had ever seen, and they wanted to commemorate it in song. So this is Barcelona with Casey Keller. So was Barcelona there with Casey Keller from their 2000 album Zero One Infinity. Casey Keller, a goalkeeper who started his playing career with Portland Timbers, ended it with Seattle Sounders where he still does colour commentary for the Sounders in MLS as well. One of the best American goalkeepers of all time? I don't know, I'll throw that back to the guys in the studio and see what they think. Portland used to have a, a great chant. The Timbers Army used to have the, not great. They used to have a chant for for Keller that if you don't know it, you don't know it. And I'm, yeah. not, I'm not going to repeat <laughs> it. No, but um, yeah, I'm not a big it's fan. He also played for like Mulch and Gladbach. Played for Sp- Tottenham. Was that Keller? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, the song was, well, we heard it at the end there. I saw the the, the face drop on uh, uh, Zach when he realized the song was about Keller at yeah. the end there. <laughs> um, uh, but that was, yeah, that was Michael with Wavelength. Before that, uh, we had uh, the Buzzcocks. And now I didn't, Michael didn't tell us to play that. I decided to play it for Michael mm-hmm. to make him feel a little bit better. Yeah, he played it. The song was called it. Ever Fallen in Love with Someone. And you yeah. said it was in Shrek 2 as well. Yeah, it was, was babysitting sure. the other day. It's in uh, Shrek 2. You don't call it babysitting when it's your own kid. It's not my own kid. No, it wasn't <laughs> your own kid. <laughs> it's called yeah. parenting. Yeah, yeah. I made the mistake of calling it babysitting once. I got in trouble. From who? Uh, from somebody else, not my wife. Oh. From she your She understands child. I'm stupid. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sandeep is great. Yeah, yeah, she is. I still have never met your wife. Oh, Caroline? Yeah. Yeah. It's Sweet Caroline. I think he wants to keep it that way. He goes, yeah, <laughs> you have a better. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Come come for the preview show sometime. We recorded in my house. So. Are you doing it this year? Let's see. Yeah, we'll see. But you're going to have all these children. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you have, oh, sorry, you have the one baby, child. The yeah, baby if the Whitecaps make the playoffs, it will But is, 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 the, uh, is your son loud? Uh, yeah. But he also sleeps for like sixteen hours of the day. So, oh, so. that's good. That's yeah. a that's a good deal. Yeah, enough time. Okay, in there where to do you live now, though? You keep on moving. Where do you? I'm live? in Richmond. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm in Abbotsford. That's that's a long way. But okay, maybe one time. Oh, I'll well, come I work at Langley. You can come. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. But then I won't get to meet your wife. She's not going to come to Langley. That's true. Well, see, okay, let me know your schedule. Maybe I'll see, come yeah, to yeah, 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 it so you never yeah. meet her. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, like we said, Wavelength. Uh, that was also Michael and Zach talking about making plans to do the preview <laughs> show, which we will have. This is not Michael. This is Oh, Joe. sorry, Joe. <laughs> so I know, I know Different everyone, accents. I know yeah. everyone from that part of the world sounds the same <laughs> to you, Steve. <laughs> you, you're what, a little south, southeast? No, he's uh, west. Yeah. Southwest. Yeah, southwest. Yeah. Deep south of Ireland. Yeah. Where would that be in Game of Thrones? <laughs> uh, King's Landing. I think. Yeah, yeah, it'd be King's Landing. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so. Because that's in the south, I think. Uh, uh, no, no, you're southeast, right? That's King's, King's Landing. Is no, King's Landing is south in England. Is it in southwest? England? Is uh, aren't Landing? they all in England? Isn't it supposed to be England? You'd be the. I, I have no idea what we're talking about. Anymore. Oh, forget <laughs> it. Let's move on. Here's news. Uh, news radio. Here's <laughs> 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 headlines. Play it. Play it. Seriously, I thought it was all. In, I thought it was an English thing. <laughs> Headlines is brought oh, to you sorry. by, um, what is it brought to you by? Oh, BC Soccer Web, <laughs> where you can find all your news all during the week. Uh, great job by Bill there. Man City Bill. Yeah. He, oh, is he? Oh, uh, oh, you didn't know that? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Uh, headlines is canceled this week. <laughs> no, no, because we got a Man City story at the end there. Oh, yes. Actually. Oh, good one. Uh, it's a good one. Yeah. So yeah. let's talk about first uh, the first story, which doesn't start off really well. Uh, Flamengo is shutting down victims' family out of the remembrance events. It's the first year anniversary of the fatal fire that uh, at their training complex that killed 10 youth players. Uh, the real club has excluded families from participating in remembrance events. The families also, with the exception of Pablo Enrique's family, uh, whose lawyer had submitted previously, a request previously, were barred from entering the training grounds uh, to light a candle in memory of their sons. Currently, the families are locked in a legal dispute with the club over the compensation, uh, but also over why the fire happened and why there was inadequate safety procedures. Um, so, you know, even then, though, I think the club is making a big mistake, like shutting them yeah. out. You, sh- you shouldn't be doing that. There have been protests by the supporters as well because of this. Uh, the youth uh, players had been housed in a row of six conjoined steel modular units sharing a single exit, one of the many grave shortcomings uh, of their dormitory, 
along with an absence of a caretaker, a federal, which is a federal requirement at the gra- graded windows. Yeah, this is one of the sad things about our modern world where uh, liability outweighs like being a decent human being. Like, mm-hmm. it, like, it's, like they don't want to – I assume for them they in part don't want to um, – they don't want to like uh, admit guilt or show that they're doing anything wrong or, or whatever. Yeah. Or there are some lawyers probably telling them, "Hey, it's best if you yeah, don't have yeah, these yeah. people you there." Can't admit anything. Yeah, because no. you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to look like you're you're yeah. saying it was your fault or whatever. Yeah, but so, it also shows that humanity a little bit too. Oh, exactly. Exactly. So this well. is where it's just like, can you not have an event like this where you're not saying, yeah. where you're not saying, "Hey, we're totally at fault like this," but we want to help people grieve and mourn yeah, together. It's a lack of common sense, right? When oh. you take a big picture view. Yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, it's legal things getting in the way of compassion. Um, and uh, Also, let's look, go to the Chinese Super League, which is at risk of being uh, canceled due to the, due the coronavirus yeah. outbreak. The campaign was scheduled to start on February 22nd, which is a, you know almost five days from now. Uh, today, obviously, being February 17th now. Uh, but they've been delayed indefinitely. Teams have told been told that they will be given 15 days notice if and when the decision is to take to resume the competition. The earliest possible start right now is April. Uh, in fact, the club managed by Rafa Benitez uh, has decided to stay in Europe in Spain Steve, until mid March. See, what's the name of that football club? I didn't write it down because <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't have a chance to write. It. I just thought it might be a, one, no, it's, what, it's, a fun it's, pronunciation. It's the Chinese thing club. Yeah. Oh, the Chinese club. The Chinese yeah. club. Right. Yeah. Those uh, guys are busy. So <laughs> very busy. <laughs> yeah, I had a. I was supposed to go to China for work in March, and they canceled the entire event. Like the oh, entire was it, conference. Was it the, like a uh, the world uh, media something or was something? No, it was a biotech. In, conference. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But there was another one that was canceled. Recently oh, they too. they have lots of. The, but yeah, just outright the entire thing postponed. Michael keeps swearing to us that he did not contract as well in Europe. Well, Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> Is he awake right now? I don't. I don't know. Oh, I you are there droplets? Coming? I thought he texted you right now. Oh no, not right oh. now. But whenever I ask him, I'm like, oh. "What are your symptoms?" He's like, "This, this, this." I'm like, are you, "Have you ever looked at?" It? He's like, <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, that's what they all say. Okay, so and we talked about this earlier. Um, the latest trademark dispute uh, between Inter Miami and Inter Milan. So there, there's a little bit of explanation. Inter Miami mm. uh, well, is not going to be changing their name yeah, at any that point. Part's they don't fine. have to. That part's the okay. problem that Inter Milan has is. Inter Miami using the word inter, just inter, in their promotion. Like saying inter, come see, watch inter. What does That's what, the biggest problem. What does internationale in uh, Porto Alegre, do they not also go by inter? I don't know. I, I wouldn't know that too. Right, they're the big, they're the big cross on rival of Gremio. Yeah. I've heard them referred to as inter many times. It could be, that could, that, it could be just because it's so old. Yeah, yeah, or they're colloquially called inter and then, but they're not yeah. marketing it as that, right? So yeah, so it's, it'd be interesting to but see. This is this is crazy. Like is like it's it, it's like not an uncommon word. Like it's uh, like Inter have this global vision now. Like now in their like under Conte with their new um with the 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 owner the new the Chinese owner of the club. Like they have this ambition to be a global club, and this is them putting their foot down for their you know marketing image. But, in North America. But that's the thing, though. It's not – it would be like if Man United came over to Minnesota, you can't call yourself United. It, feel, it feels like yeah, to me. Yeah, it's around like, those it, grounds. It, it's yeah. not like – It's because Inter it, isn't used commonly and – yeah, I don't know. It's, but I, I, I don't know. In football, I – yeah. Because because of the, Portu- or the Portuguese – because of the Brazilian club, mm. I think it's – that makes it common enough to me. Oh, there's lots of other teams called Inter something – as well, right? Like it's it's not uh, maybe it's because America, because um, uh, the market. Like you said Milan. Oh, they, yeah, the yeah, market. Yeah, yeah. The that, that's where the, in America. Oh, yeah, it's because yeah. the market is so yeah. big. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, 
What we need to do is have Inter Miami play Inter Milan and see who wins. Yeah, yeah. Oh, get internet. David Norman in there. Yeah, now that Ashley Young is up and scoring and uh, oh right, yeah. scored his first goal today. He did. Yeah, yeah. You guys must have loved that. You two. I had no did. idea it happened <laughs> until he just said it. <laughs> yeah. big, I'm here. I'm here with two Man United supporters. Speaking of Italy. <laughs> Italian referee banned from football for one year for after headbutting goalkeeper. This is happening more and more, right? <laughs> Antonio Martinello uh, sent off a Borge um, Mogliano uh, keeper for a Matteo Sicilotti. Oh, no, that, I screwed that one up. Uh, during their home game. The goalkeeper headed uh, after the game. Uh, goalkeeper headed to the dressing room of the referees uh, to seek an explanation, but discovered that Martinello had more punishment to dish out. Be, they basically faced off in the corner. In the corridor, and the referee headbutted the goalkeeper, who was then taken to hospital for treatment and later discharged. I, the, the referees are getting more aggressive. It seems like even yeah, if you see it on the pitch, yeah. if you sometimes you see it on the pitch, you'll see a shove. Yeah. If, if, and I think they should. If a player is getting in your face, you should be able to shove him back. But this that's going this going. For the, you the, know that French referee who tripped that player who was yes. on a breakaway a few yeah. years ago. That was so funny. Yeah. Yeah, he had to retire after that. He, Did he have to retire? Well, he was he was close to retiring as it was. Oh. So they suspended him rather than fire him right. until he could reti- and force okay. his retirement. Gotcha. Basically. Yeah. Well, what a way to go out. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. The, the funny thing is, is there was a story here that I I totally missed last year. Um, uh, it was like a kind of like related stories or something. Apparently, there was a referee. Um, I think it was in Spain. I can't remember exactly. Oh, maybe it was even uh, mainland uh, somewhere in the UK. Um, a referee came on with a Mexican uh, um, luchador mask, <laughs> and onto the field, a, a former referee or suspended referee came on and gave the referee that was refereeing the game a red card, <laughs> and then the players unmasked him right on the field to figure out who he was. <laughs> and they, they discovered it was that former referee. He was banned for life oh, from God. attending games. Yeah. Um, but it was, he, it was hilarious. Here's the thing, like. Uh, as much as I don't want to condone violence, uh, I mean, if Michael was here, obviously he would. But it, w- it was supposed to be Violence Awareness Month. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but here's the thing: like, uh, in one sense, like the abuse that referees take from players is like uh, undue and like crosses a line oh, a sense. lot of time. Oh, for sure. So it's hard for me to get like angry or upset for player, feel like players right, whatever. No. When one of but them, you can't when one it. of them strikes back. Yeah. You can't, yeah. but no, but you can't do that. You, no, I'm just saying, oh, no, I'm not saying it's right. Players yeah. shouldn't do that. I don't feel a lot of, you don't feel, there, yeah. I don't feel a lot of sympathy for a player in the UK, there's, who goes to the referee's dressing room. In, and the, he, in the UK, there's this new thing at grassroots level of, um, I, I can't remember exactly how it is, but there's, there's now like there's, tools it's for It's a referees. penalty box. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, we talked about it Referees who are under, like you get too much, Abuse, abuse. pressure right, right. during the games. There's something they can do. I, I apologize. I can't, I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's like starting from the bottom up, and they're going to see how it works. I what I what I want to happen is have the referees mic'd up like they are in rugby, because then the players can be held accountable by yes. the public, yeah. not yeah. just yeah, yeah. by the people. Like he said, she said, kind of a thing, right? Yeah, usually and, he said, he said, but yeah, yeah. There's female referees and, and in the, the thing Premier is, League and in, like in the Bundesliga too. Yeah. You, you want, uh, like uh, really quickly, uh, and and a lot of people probably aren't paying attention because it's it's a second tier pigskin league. Uh, but X, XFL is going on right now. Right? Say, it's a brand new league. Is that a pornography <laughs> thing? No, it's XFL is like <laughs> the extreme football league or whatever oh, they okay. call it, right? Yeah. So what it is though, the way they're doing instant replay, the 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 person who's running instant replay, they have them mic'd up. So you hear what the instant replay yeah, person's I, official I, saying yeah. to the referee, and the referee doesn't even look into a video screen. The he looks into their no, eyes. No, no, no. <laughs> they basically got a headset. They, they're talking via headset, 
and the replay official who's up watching the replay tells them what happened, yeah. and they just call I, it that way. I'm sure we've there's all seen. There's no, there's no. It's, it's like rugby. Yeah. Like the r- r- rugby official doesn't run over, uh, yeah. go over they and talk. look into a screen. Well, they actually often look at the big screen in the stadium. They might. Um, but talk to the. Guy but ultimately, in the mic. they make the, the person up there makes the main decision. Yeah, they do. They the do. cricket in cricket, the yeah. person upstairs, they don't even talk. They just like yeah, yeah, they, they tell them wait, what, what yeah. happened. I, so, I, I, you, you guys probably saw that clip. Probably a year ago Australia. now. Yeah, the Australia. Oh, yeah. When he was uh, retiring or whatever. He was going to yeah. referee in England, yeah. and his final game, he yeah. was mic'd up. That was fantastic. He was great. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was awesome. No, no, it's good. Yeah. Um, so last uh, story here. Wait, should I read this one? Because no, no, I'm no, biased. No, no, no. It's, it, I want, <laughs> let me read it. It's, it was Friday. Yeah. It was a tough day. My car broke down. <laughs> I lost my job. Are you serious? My wife left me, oh. took the dog with her. But then this story came along and, <laughs> and took left my kids. Yeah, left, took the kids. Oh, left the kids. Yeah, good point. <laughs> that would have been worse. Uh, Manchester, Manchester City ba- uh, has been banned from Champions League for two seasons. The ban starts next season. City will also be fined uh, 25 million pounds. Um, after they were found uh, to have seriously misled Europeans' governing body and broken financial fair play. They essentially, uh, and this was came out in football week, uh, football leagues. Yeah, uh, yeah. By that, everyone's favorite, the great Portugal yeah. man who uh, set the world yeah. free. Uh, f- they 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 basically, they, when they submitted their fair play compliance process, they were they were basically um, lying, to- totally lying. It was in a German magazine Der Spiegel yeah. in November twenty eighteen. That's where it was. The the the, the shirt sponsorship only got eight million. And they claimed pounds, 60 something. And they got 67.5. That's what yeah. they were claiming they got from that, uh, from the shirt sponsor back then. They will be appealing this yeah, to, to Court cast. of Arbitration of Sports. Um, so I, you, I personally think it's almost a slam dunk case. They're, they're going, I, they're using the, 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 the thing that's, oh, this is a leak. That's it shouldn't be. It was, uh, yeah, they were illegally, the people. It was illegally obtained yeah, that, yeah. that we they were, were doing stuff was, illegally. It's not like it was wrong. It yeah. was, it was illegally obtained. Yeah. yeah. And then they were, they've been taking other things like the now they're saying, oh, UEFA investigated. UEFA ruled on it. UEFA, it's all UEFA. There's no independent process. Dude, you're running under UEFA. It's yeah. like saying, well, why so, is Americans uh, dealing with American law? Yeah. That's there, was, there, was something, something there was something really interesting I read just before the show started from a like a sports lawyer saying that all the Manchester City players have grounds to terminate their own contracts oh, yeah. because the club didn't operate in good faith. Yeah. So that's interesting for the players who like are in under long-term deals who want to play Champions League football. Personally, what I think is going to happen, they're going to appeal it. The su- sentence is going to get suspended. suspended yeah. They'll pay the fine. They might get like one year out or something like that, or they won't serve any suspension. It's just how these things seem to seem to go. Yeah, I'd be shocked if they actually missed the Champions League yeah. because of this. But what a well, great what a great message it would send to clubs. But you see, it, no, it, I think it they will. I think, I think it's going to go. I think it's going to go through. I I don't know if next year will go through yeah. because they will have they'll appeal it. They'll appeal it yeah. and they'll keep it in the appeal process. So, but eventually they're going to go through this two year process. They, they, there's no way they would have done this to Juventus or Bayern. Not that they have. Not that they have there's done zero the grounds. Yeah, there's no yeah I don't see or where Madrid they do or it. Barcelona because the those teams have so much that like they would have just started up the rumor mill on the European Super League again, right? It had to be a club like New Money, like PSG, which oh, yeah. who actually and got PSG off is still easy. yeah because the, the thing is the, diff- really easy the big their- differences is PSG and I think it was Chelsea they admitted to the wrongdoing, so they got light. Chelsea oh. was Man City was fighting they, it the whole way, and that's why they Chelsea got was a bit different because they got done for um, the youth players. Yeah, the youth players, so like, loaning like, them out and stuff like that. That wasn't really a financial um, people, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't case. Yeah, it was FFP. The FFP came in after Abramovich. Like, it was pretty much in response to Abramovich. So, um, like, they 
didn't really fall foul of that for that reason. But yeah, like that that was an effective ban for Chelsea, right? Yeah. Uh, there was another ban. I think was it for Manchester City or PSG or someone like that. It was a really intelligent way of of um, doing a punishment. In in the Champions League, you're allowed to register a 25 man squad. And the team that got the penalty were only allowed to register 23. Oh. Which, when it comes to the end of the group stage, yeah. really pinches. Yeah, yeah. Really, really pinches. So, I, you know, I've been claiming, to, you know, we should be banning plastic everywhere. So, it's good that you is <laughs> finally doing it somewhere. Yeah. Um, so, um, <laughs> yeah, Manchester to be plastic-free by yeah. 2020. That was a funny uh, news, newspaper title that went around for a while. So, um, well, no, then no one will be at your stadium for your game. Uh-huh, <laughs> well, uh-huh. That's fine. <laughs> Um, so that's that's another episode, uh, another week of the AFTN Soccer Show. Uh, let everybody know where they can find you and what did you learn this week? I learned, uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, you can find me on Twitter. It's at Zachary AM. Um, this week I learned that, uh, well, I learned a lot about George <laughs> 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 and, uh, and his life. Um, and I learned that Michael, Michael hopefully doesn't have the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Joe. Uh, you can find me at uh, Joe DC Van on Twitter. I learned that uh, I can't say too much when the mics are turned <laughs> off because blackmail is only around the corner. <laughs> and you can find me at Whitecaps Beat, and I learned that Joe likes to live dangerously. <laughs> and if you don't know what that means, wait for the clip next week. <laughs> um, you can find um, – where can you find Michael? I forgot now. At well, AFTN? At AFTN. Uh, Canada? Canada, I think. Yeah, AFTN Canada. It's either AFTN, AFTN Canada, or AFTN Soccer. And it's AFTNCanada.com. You can find all the articles. They'll be .ca a, a, too. A ramping up of... Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, is it .ca or .com? Oh, fuck. I, <laughs> 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 I, I had a tough time bringing the show together. Luckily, Michael was able to help with some of it, but oh my God. You did great. You did time. great. Um, so that's another show. Um, and in be- in the meantime and in between time, that's another episode. I did it again. <laughs> I cut that little bit out. Michael, thank you. <laughs> he did it last week. Yeah, I know. I heard that. <laughs> he didn't cut it out, did no, he? he didn't. Damn it. <laughs> so in the meantime and in between time, that's another episode of the AFTN Soccer Show. Join us next week. Thank you and good night. Going to your first match is an experience you never forget. The atmosphere of what's going on around the pitch looks beautiful and you always look and go, wow, I'd love to play here one day. If you get the bug, it's going to stay with you for life.